Hello, everyone. Welcome to She's an Outlander, a podcast dedicated to the television show Outlander. My name is Stacy. And I'm Brittany. And hello. Hello. Well, <laughs> jinx. <laughs> well, welcome to our, um, we're going to go into episode two. Um, if you've been following us along this season, hopefully the doggos stay tamed. This time they're currently chewing on some bones. Brittany has like a wolf on either side of her right now. Yep. Um, quite majestic. And uh, let's let's hope they stay content and we'll see what happens. But thanks for joining good, good us. Vibes. Good vibes. Yeah. Good, good Think good, quiet thoughts. Good, quiet, had positive walks. Thoughts. They've had outside time. Now they have bones and it's quiet time. They can just chill. Hmm. Brittany's like Although in I a new try. room this time too. <laughs> yeah. She's like, we're gonna. I'm, I'm changing up them. everything. <laughs> I went to go for a walk with them last night, and I only had the one. And my neighbor, who's on the on the porch, she's like, "Husky in trouble." I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm like, he's in timeout. She's he's like, oh. Timeout. I'm like, stubborn wolf. She just laughed. I was like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, Husky in trouble. I'm like, yeah, he's in timeout right now. He didn't get a walk. You're missing one. Yeah, he's yeah. thinking about what he did. <laughs> yeah, he's having a real good thought. <laughs> oh my gosh. All blue. Well, I hope you enjoy your bones, puppers. Um, okay. But yeah. Okay. So before we get into this, um, it's, I mean, we're speaking to you from the past. So by the time this airs, who knows? But right now it's it's Friday night. It's about to be a long weekend in here in Canada. So, uh, Brittany and I are chilling and we got ourselves a drink, an adult beverage and an adult beverage. Mine is a citrus. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. It's a citrus orange flower flavor. It's a sparkling wine spritz. That sounds delicious. (laughs) Bougie. Very bougie. And what do you have, Brittany? I have a twisted tea. (laughs) Hey, sounds good. What kind of booze is in a twisted tea? Vodka. 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 Okay, so let's we're gonna open these up and have make this an extra special fun podcast. Ready? We're gonna ASMR it and did you Stacy struggling? What's happening over there? I don't know. It gave me some resistance. There we go. (laughs) She was like, I was like, were you frozen for a minute? I was like, no, no, she's just struggling. (laughs) It gave me some resistance. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers, my love. Happy long weekend. Happy Friday. Ooh, this is nice. Yeah, it sounded good. The nice, the wine spritz. I've never heard of this brand either. Good fortune. Are they one of the ones that always sit at the front, like by the cash? Because I feel like I've seen them and I've never picked them up, but I'm always like, oh, those cans are so pretty. They're always kind of like, you know how they have like the baskets of like the same. Yeah. I feel like I've, I haven't seen that one, but I feel like I've seen, is there like maybe a pink one too? Potentially. Yeah, potentially. Either that or uh it was got gotten 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 it was bought at there's the like the wine store right beside the grocery store yes. and especially in the summer they have, they yeah. carry things that they don't carry in the winter time yeah so i feel like the the wine spritzers are this became like a an alcohol podcast um <laughs> sidetrack adding we'll it in there adding it in there um, like I like little like well me and Stacey when we were hanging out for my birthday weekend when she came up 
it's just like cans. It's just, they're cold. They're so convenient. Dangerous. They're, they're dangerous. I was like, I remember know, when we just spritz. got sneak, sneak attack intoxicated <laughs> off of like, <laughs> like it was like white claws. There was a type of cider that you, that I discovered oh, yes. really, that Swedish one. Oh yeah. That was the, yummy. I can't remember the name of it, but delicious. And it's like, when you pour it, it's like slightly pinky red. Yeah. Is it right? Something, something with an right, R. Good, yep. Right. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. So sorry to anybody listening. I'm butchering that. But we, so yeah, cause we were sitting there, we were watching, we watched some F1 drives to, mm-hmm. drives to survive. We watched a few episodes of season four of Outlander. Yep. And we were just, I remember we were about to watch, maybe it was episode, I can't remember if it was two or three. It was the really rough one oh, at yeah. the plantation with Rufus and the lynching yeah. and the blah. And you're, and you were like, no, it wasn't even that one. Maybe it was the one after where you're like, I know Roger's going to piss me off. So I'm driving. Yes! Like, <laughs> It was. It was like, <laughs> they were going up to do the um the clan and I was like ah he's gonna piss me off the festival one because yeah. yeah you're like oh here we go <laughs> and you know what he did <laughs> the grandfather mountain thing so yeah. um but yeah so that uh yeah and we just suddenly it was like hours had gone by and I'm like I think I've had like seven of these damn they just they go down so easy you were stocked up. And then I remember that night because I had it. And then I also had an allergy attack. I love your doggos, <laughs> but my, my body does you're not poor. love the doggos. No, your poor allergy. I, I know like, had, you were like, you had allergy beds. I'm like, you are going to be flying. High. I was like pumping the allergy, <laughs> Benadryl, like all of the things. I was like, oh my gosh. I tried to shower to think, see if that would help. Yeah. And then, and then, um, I, and then it was a Saturday, it was a Saturday night. And so there was a new episode from season six of Outlander that dropped at midnight. Yeah. You stayed up to watch it. Not that I have ways to watch it on stars because I'm not in America. What? No, no, no. You didn't watch that. Whatever. I should say, speaking of allergies, I apologize. I am stuffed. I, my, I don't know if around you, allergies up here are so bad. So I'm on everyone all summer. So I took some today. I took the 24 hours. They worked for like three hours and now I can already feel myself. So I apologize. I am probably a little bit stuffy. I, oh, I do apologize. Never a good time. If I start sneezing or anything, but I don't want to take more because they'll probably <laughs> knock me out if I take more today. Feel like I still have to function. <laughs> yeah. So God, I remember when I was up at the uh at the cottage last summer with with Shauna. I out of nowhere and her family, out of nowhere, I got like an attack and it was still very much COVID. To, yeah. So I was like, I'm at You're the coughing. beach, like sniffling. Like I'm like, people Everyone's are going like- <laughs> to think I have COVID. And I knew it wasn't that because it came on so fast and I could those, yeah. not get it to stop. Like I need to blow my nose every five seconds. It was awful. And in the summer that feels gross. It does. And I remember like going to the store and I was getting, I think I got Tylenol cold. And I didn't, I was like, I don't know if it's cold. I don't know if it's allergies. I think it's allergies. I went and got Benadryl, Tylenol cold and sinus and like an Otrovin nasal spray and like on top of the reactant I had already taken in the morning and I remember I took a Benadryl I took a Tylenol cold and sinus I was like just knocked out doing yeah. it all and then we went to go see like Jungle Cruise I want to say at the movie theater it was it's that Disney movie with like Emily Blunt and The Rock where okay. they're like anyway and I was like I felt high at one point like I was I sitting there being Benadryl like, is like damn I don't, for allergies I don't even take Benadryl because that stuff knocked me out I was tripping it um, works though I should get some backup Benadryl for one right? of the bad ones but I use Benadryl for like like I kind of 
there's a, a med I take like regularly. And then if I want like extra, like if I know I'm going yeah. to the beach and I don't want to like to break out in hives or I'm going to be in like the woods, I'll take reactin. And then I save Benadryl for like, if it's flared up and I yeah. need to like yeah. rein it in. I, I That's like the Benadryl. emergency one. You're like, you need right. the big guns. <laughs> like, Let's go. Anybody with allergies, can you relate? If not, yes. <laughs> Welcome to our interesting conversation, but yes, but, um, anyway, side tangent, I am enjoying this spritzer. So welcome to our alcohol review podcast. Oh, sorry. I just just dropped her bone. One of the dogs dropping their bone. Oh, did I tell you? So we've talked about, we've talked about Sam's whiskey, the sass knife, which still waiting, still waiting for it to get here. He says potentially October, but he also said August of last so year. So, so I don't know. Time, I time having, is meaningless. I guess he's having a heck of a time finding a, a distributor get like in this. I don't know. Our laws must be a pain in the ass. Um, but he managed, although he managed to get his tequila here. Cause I, did I tell you I bought a bottle of his tequila? Did I, tell you I can't. Oh, imagine. damn girl. I got no, a bottle. I didn't know he made tequila. Yes, he did he, the whiskey. And I know that she's, uh, uh, she, oh, Katrina did the gin still waiting yeah. for that. She, I think she did like one batch at the beginning of the pandemic, like, but then also like made an Oscar nominated film. Yeah. Made a human. Yeah. Made a sixth season of the show. It's, it's fine. You know, I hear you. It's okay. Katrina, Katrina got busy life. Um, but no, yeah, I, I, I bought a bottle of his tequila and it was, he sell he, he likes was selling it out of one independent distributor out of Canada, wow. which is based out of, Calgary I was gonna say probably Alberta yeah they have the Uh, the it's called like Willow Park Wines or something and they can they can so they like had it on site and then they ship it sort Mm. of domestically or whatever but I could not believe the shipping cost and this was domestic it was like shipping was like fucking 40 dollars and I'm like this is still domestic what the fuck plus taxes I don't even want to tell you how much I paid for that bottle of tequila I will say though it was because I've never done tequila that's like not bar rail at a club. Oh, okay. Sh- yeah. Shot line. Bleh. Yeah. Right. I was like, like good sipping tequila. This is actually not that bad. But I mean, I'm not gonna like get it on the regular. That it's expensive. No. But for like, if you're looking for like a high quality, like you know, a, a a high quality tequila, I guess. I want to hit. And I am like a baby when it comes to liquor. I really am. And I, it went down like fine for me it was pretty smooth so anyway anybody randomly wanting to know my thoughts on the alcohol adventures of the cast um (laughs) anyway let us jump into this while the doggos are still tame and content and we'll see how it goes now that we're you know Two? Oh, it's drinks okay i thought you meant into episode two <laughs> now that we are well that too i'm gonna move this over here so i don't accidentally knock it over okay so um this so season five episode two is titled between two fires hmm. okay so i love i always wait pause dramatic pause for britney's reaction to the episode title and okay okay um and so this episode was written by tony graffia and luke shellhas Okay. Um, directed by Stephen Wolfenden. So he directed the first episode, which makes sense because normally they do them in like blocks or whatever. Right. Um, okay. So the start, the very start of this episode. So it's nighttime. We're in, I believe, Wilmington. Okay. And it's nighttime. And there's sort of like 
a riot type thing going on. And basically what's happening is the regulators yeah. uh, led by Murta are, are breaking windows, causing some shit and they are breaking into the houses of a few of the, ju- a few of the justice of the peace. Like there's a couple justice uh, of the peace okay. in there and like dragging them out of their house and like escalation yeah it escalates real quick and like dragging them out of their 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 house and and the one guy is like you know mercy mercy i'm begging you you know show us mercy and then myrta given his speech is like where was the mercy when the good folk hereabouts begged for it and you are and you well we saw someone passing by and zozo's going into attack mode with a bone um, in her mouth. And she didn't still, put the bone down. So like, I'm she gonna still has the bone. <laughs> bark with the bone. Um, and he's like, and you are a justice of the peace. Where was it, eh? When you painted them as criminals, when they couldn't pay their taxes. And then he says, go to it, lads. And the regulators rip open the guy's shirts and they tar and feather them. Ah! Right on the chest, like, like aggressive, like, and it's... Hey. And like that, and you could tell that tar is like steaming hot and like, oof. What a weird, like, what, who comes up with that, these punishments? Like, who thinks of that? That's evil. They're like, you know, it really suck throwing hot tar on people and then, and then why the feathers, feathers so that it really sticks. Awful. Like, that just seems like added insult. Um, and so now, so then we get the, we get the intro. Like, and where then did that now, start was that like a- I have no idea. Oh, here we go. Our, I feel like this might be our first Google session of it the might. season. Brittany's tar pulling out the phone to be like, when did tar and feathering start? Who developed that? Who has that thought? Force unofficial justice. It was used in feudal, 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 feudal. Okay, so yeah, European. Good times. American frontier mostly as a type of mob vengeance. Yep. It's a form of public torture and punishment used to enforce unofficial justice or revenge. Unofficial. Yeah. So it was was never like a a sanctioned thing. No, tar and feathers in August 1918 during World War I for allegedly not supporting war bond drives. Yikes. Mob. It always sounds like a mob mentality thing because I think a person on their own is not going to be like this sounds like a good thing to do it's always that wood tar sometimes hot was then either poured or painted on some some on the person while they were immobilized then the victim either had feathers thrown on them or was rolled around on a pile of feathers so that they stuck to the tar yeah it's gross too image of a tarred and feathered outlaw remains a metaphor for severe public criticism great yeah well that's still the thing of be like i'm not gonna say that i'm gonna get tar and feathered like it's like a colloquial term even now the first uh, the first appearance of it being mentioned was in richard the first of england issued to his navy on starting for the holy land in 1189 so it's and, been around a minute yeah the felony of um having pitch poured upon their head and feathers ah, fun human right, so it's been around creative for, yep long time nice job nice yeah. job guys humans eh? but yeah definitely um, attached to like a very mob unsanctioned Zoe. or was that blue that was blue we've had one for each of them bubble good time okay so that was our random little history corner about trying feathering um okay so now after we have like the intro song and everything we get um 
we're now on the ridge. So it's like, you know, sun shining or whatever. And Brie is like sitting outside against Do we a think tree. time has changed like passed or not? Because like Murta no, was supposed to go run, but now that he's in the town doing a whole We've been given no indication that there's so it's been kind like, of like a similar. Big, yeah. Okay. Like there's been no indication that like months and months have gone no, okay. past, okay. right? Um and like the wedding, their wedding felt like it was warm and summery out, and okay. it still sort of so it's feels like similar that. time. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um. But yeah. So Bree's sitting against a tree, and we can see she's she's drawing, and she's, um, you know, she's clearly struggling with some things, and she's drawing some pretty dark images of Bonnet. We can see that mm. she's just like sketching, um, because remember she can she can draw. Um, I did not remember that. Yeah. Remember she drew. Oh no. I'm trying to remember when we knew that it's I think it's coming from because then she went to school for engineering and I think it's it's part of she would draw a lot of designs I can't remember when it became clear that she could draw but Brie can draw okay becomes very clear right now (laughs) for me she can can draw so she's drawing some like images of, of bonnet and stuff and then as she's sitting out there we can hear this like wagon like riding up to the big the big house whenever i say the big house this is like jamie and claire's right big house that they're having made um <clears throat> so we have this like um wagon being like like driving up really fast and we can see there's like this couple on it and this woman is like you know screaming like help 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 us and we can see that there's like a man kind of like slumped over on her shoulders like looking not hmm. great um, so like running up to the big house and then this is where we see remember uh, in the first episode I mentioned the bugs so there's Mr. and Mrs. Bug who are honestly older. you mentioned so many people but I think I do remember that because I was like why is their name bugs yes so they're they're Mr. like and Mrs. back Bug. in that time it's like okay clan names or then you've got like big yeah big true big. especially they're Scottish too they're yeah. Scottish um, is that a clan name someone is there clan bugs maybe Bugzilla? Um, but so they, they sort of run up and mrs bug comes out and and um she's and mr bug is standing outside and he's like mistress farish what happened and she, and then she's just like hurry hurry please hurry please and so brie runs over and helps like carry him out to like carrying up the stairs to bring him in the house because obviously they're trying to get to claire and mrs wait bug, does bugs do they live there like close to the big house i was figuring they were like a tenant like on the land but not like they i i actually don't fully know but like they're always at she's like mrs bug is effectively like almost kind of like a housekeeper like she's there all the time she's always there she's like helping to make food she's like they go into way more detail in the books too and in the books when the big house is first sort of made there's like people in it all the damn time because roger and Bree's cabin isn't ready yet and this is so and then there was all these new people that came to the ridge and they didn't have a cabin built yet so they were staying in the like it was just there was like always people there but on it the bugs are there quite frequently okay Um, I i thought they were more like tenants like yeah, I mean, the like property, they, but like not they close. are. So they yeah, are. But I didn't think the property, they'd be like they work. Uh, they work for Jamie and Claire. Like he, like a little he bit closer. Okay. Oversees a lot, and she's effectively manages the house. Got it. Because okay. we know Claire sense. could not give a fuck about trying to manage a house. She's like, not yeah, her cool. forte. She's like, I'll stitch up some people, but I ain't giving a crap about that like, dust. <laughs> no thanks. Um, and then so yeah, and so then you know Bree's helping to carry you know carry the guy up and mrs bug so helpful it's just like he's at death's door and you're like thank you so much for your help mrs bug 
um, stating what does not need to be stated, but appreciate so much. <laughs> and so they get in the house and they walk into Claire's surgery and Claire's in there with Marsley, like, you know, doing stuff. And they, so have they moved up now too? Marshmallow's up. Yeah. Have they're they on, out? yeah, they're on the ridge. So they're, so are they staying in the hut thing? And they, Roger? No. And Brie are. We assume that they have a, they have a cabin built. The ridge is so big now. Like when you watch the first episode, you're going to be like, holy shit. Okay. (laughs) They cleared a lot of trees. (laughs) Okay. So I didn't realize, again, I didn't realize Marshmallow had like moved up and like, if they had her off there. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting getting it now. Again, time is weird too, because Germain is a couple years old at this point. They have another baby and she's pregnant pregnant now with baby number three. Yeah. So we know she's pregnant weird timeline but sure okay yeah so um but yeah they're so they're on but they're not living in the big house no okay not that they have their own place oh they have their own place yeah so we can assume that like when they got there well because even to jamie said you guys can live in wilmington until a cabin is ready like he especially with marcy being pregnant and for no no no. i know i remember that kind of stuff but again i'm like picturing like cabins take a long time to build so i'm like the okay realistically With the age that Jemmy is at that wedding. So that is a judgment because he already was a few months old by the time Jamie and Claire got back from the Mohawk, right? Like Jemmy was already a few months old and then they got to River Run. And then I'm very bad at judging baby's ages, but he looks like max maybe eight months nine months old and yes, this we're like talking like seven giant months, yeah. ass house is like okay so we're just go. not questioning the time Got we're it. just okay. going with it Got it. Just, okay you know what I'm I mean? taking this one on the chin again okay like we're just gonna go with it. it's beautiful okay but, that's fair okay um I'm not gonna question the timeline I'm just gonna go just Jamie's had a lot of people helping I guess on the house and there's a lot of set there's a lot more I guess yeah there's too. a lot a lot of people doing it but okay I'm yeah just thinking, like right these are not easy to bring right and it's like like I said, like I said there's a damn spiral staircase <laughs> impressive um, I want a spiral staircase right um but yeah the production design of the big house is beautiful um and and it, how are the wigs important question in, okay <laughs> this I don't is what you told me Claire's is bad right Jamie's, Jamie's is better. season five wig is hugely better, better than season I remember four. you saying that because the I, bangs are gone bangs are gone it's Thank lightened. Goodness. It's a little less ginger. It's a little lighter, but it's like, we're going, like, he's getting older. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, it would, it, redheads generally when they go towards gray, like their hair gets a little bit lighter too closer to blonde maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But, and his ponytail's a little bit longer. Like it's like okay. back ponytail. And then Claire, there's parts of the season where they're very inconsistent with the gray and her wig where mm. one there's like, boom, a ton. And then hardly ever season six, her hair was like, a lot more consistent and better yeah but um but yeah so but yeah so they walk into the surgery and Bree's like mama something's wrong with Mr. Farish and Claire's like all right she's like okay Marsley clear off the table lay him down and barking instructions she's like Brianna get me a pillow do this and then you know Mrs. Farish is like oh lord and then so then she starts looking at him and then Miss Mrs. Farish the wife his wife says you know you know i've been letting his blood oh no you can tell claire's like Ugh. um you know i've been letting his blood i've given him purgatives what is a purgative i don't know i should have looked that up but zozo it's okay 
fine. But she's like, I've been giving him purgatives. What more could I have done? Clearly that's like some sort of remedy remedy of the time, right? So pur- purgatives, purgatives, P, U, R. Somebody's listening to this being like, this is what it means. Oh, it's a laxative. <laughs> oh, thinking so that bloodletting. Oh, he must be so dehydrated. And laxative. There's no right? blood and no hydration in his body. Like, Yikes! What more? What more? Just can dust. I done? Um, and Claire's like, you Probably know, anything Pum- else? Claire would be like anything but literally anything <laughs> um and so claire's you know like mrs bug get me a bowl of cold water please we need to cool him down um and so she's like you know touching his abdomen figuring mm-hmm. it out he's groaning and then she's like mr Ferris, is it, is it your stomach and he's like yes it's like a knife to my gut and then um she's like it's okay lie still lie still and then she looks at mrs farish 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 and was like you gave him purgatives how long ago and what exactly and she's like uh two days ago his belly was swollen so he couldn't eat so i gave him some chamomile powder to rid him of noxious matter so i guess thinking you know his his abdomen swollen so we're gonna get like get stuff out and then she's like, but he got worse. So you tried the bloodletting. And she's like, I and some blue mass pills. And you can already see Claire's like Uh-oh. blue mass pills. She's like mercury. Blue mass pills are mercury. What? And People so, used to just like think those were medicine. That's and then crazy, so man. Brie reacts right away. As soon as she hears Claire say mercury, Brie's like, oh, like knows. Okay, it's over. He's poisoned, yeah. It's over, right? Um, and and that's when and and then she's like mrs mrs farish is like does he need more bloodletting and then this is where no he wants not mercury and then this is where claire stops and she's like no i'm sorry there's nothing more i can do mrs farish so like and claire like never gives up but it's like she knows in that moment there's nothing within her power at this point yeah especially if it's been a few days she gave him mercury a couple days ago yeah, right in his system and he's not going to the bathroom so you know it's on sitting top in him. of whatever the issue is that the actual issue is right um and so then she's like you can't help him you can't help him and marsley's like come come let us leave them so Mar- marsley like shushes everybody else in the room so that it's just the farishes and then claire claire's like i'm so sorry and he's basically like she's with the um she she watches basically um you know as the wife is like as mrs farish is crying as mr farish is like slowly dying and brie brie puts a hand on claire's shoulder knowing like you know it's hard for her too because she can't do anything about it and then basically claire watches mrs farish sob as you know her husband passes away so my gosh that's fun it's times like that why did they use mercury for so long because they I'm just reading modern Holy science crap. they but discovered did nobody figure out that they were like connected mm-hmm. like well pregnant up until like the, the 70s pregnant women drank alcohol not realizing that it would cause okay could, but that's not you know such I mean? an immediate like cause reaction like mercury is a pretty like mm-hmm. take this oh look i die <laughs> oh look <laughs> maybe it was more sudden like it was used to treat syphilis and they might have just assumed they died of the syphilis and not maybe murky, you know what i mean they're like mm, it just didn't work that's so weird the, it's been used for over 3500 years in different forms they've used mercury 
as well, for and medicinal I'm uses. And I'm sure I am not a a, 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 um, a chemist or a probably anything, but I'm sure I guarantee you there are probably modern medicines that have some chemical well, compound sure. formation of it, but it's done in a, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's not just done like, in a way. It's not just like in your home having some mercury, like let's yeah, just pop it for a it's, stomach ache. It's mixed in a very specific way in certain chemical yeah. compounds. It's safe and has a specific use, but well, yeah, sure. versus just like, like a pill no. form. Let's pop a mercury pill. Cause anything can be toxic and anything like can be beneficial. There's probably are benefits. It's just like crazy to think like for 3,500 years, people have just been like, let's just try mercury. Let's just like, pop some mercury like pills. The amount of lists of things. Like I get, like if you have something like is really bad and like this will, it's a worth the risk, right? Like yeah. 50% you might live like, but you were a hundred percent going to die. Like, okay, then let's we're talking different risks, but like for scabies, Ew. they're like, let's take mercury. That doesn't seem, or gout. Ugh. Like, dude, just stop drinking beer and eating red meat. Don't put mercury in your body. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Okay, sorry, I was just like reading this list and I was like, these things aren't even deadly and you guys are taking- We take modern medicine for granted. Could you imagine like you- Imagine Claire's frustration. (laughs) Imagine Claire's frustration. It's like an anti-parasitic. Yeah, because it's killing me. It kills everything. Everything. Of course, (laughs) it's also also like anti-life. Like it's (laughs) killing everything. Lord. It's just amazing. I'm a upset. Somebody here have some have some mercury. have some mercury pills. Have some. Oh have gosh. Some, anyway, okay, sorry. But yes. So okay. So he's dead. I, I'm sorry. I got into a laugh of it. It was not because he died. So That's R I C Mr. Fair. R I C R I P R I P. I don't know where R I C. I don't know from. what R I C is. <laughs> Rest in. Calmness. Calmness. <laughs> um. Okay. So now the next scene we get. So Jamie, notice Jamie was around. So Jamie is actually not on the ridge. He's off uh, on the road traveling with Knox. So Knox was the lieutenant. What was the what was the that well, governor okay, tried and what was the to. young kid's name that was the thief? Josiah. Okay. I, I was like, I'm going to forget his name. Josiah. Right. Yeah. Okay. He's not in this name because I'm not going to, he's not in this app, but he will, oh, you'll, okay. you will see he's more come coming up. Got yeah. it. Cause I wanted to keep out. Cause I'm like, I know he's going to be important. Yes. Okay. Yes. So Knox, so- that's the guy that they've left the battalion, right? Yeah. So Knox is Lieutenant Knox is basically the guy that, um, that Tryon left with Jamie and that who, who was there and witnessed Jamie, um, all get all like, the other yeah. men to like basically call the men of the ridges to just like pledge fealty to him. Um, so they're on the road heading back. Uh, they're traveling. There's a lot of that. Sometimes I'm like, sure. But yeah, and, they're not and on he's, a boat. well, and he's also with all of the red coats that <laughs> were at the wedding too. Like there was a, like oh, yeah. try and Loki showed up with a small little militia mm-hmm. that camped. Right. Um, and so they're sort of, you know, making camp, they're on their way and, um, Knox and Jamie are like fiddling with the horse saddles, talking to each other. Um, and Knox says to Jamie, like, oh, the governor shared your dispatches with me. I, I, you'll take no offense. I hope he merely wanted me to know the lay of the land, the ground you've trotted, you know, the ground you trotted in your search for Fitzgibbons. And Jamie's like, he uh, merely wanted you to get the measure of the sort of man I am. And Knox is like, well, and Jamie's like, did you arrive at an opinion? And Knox is Mm -hmm. like, 
Knox is like, a man I am pleased to break bread with. An industrious man, certainly. Your efforts to cultivate the land try on get, um, granted you our confirmation of your loyalty to king and country. You've brought men and women together and your gathering was proof of that. And Jamie's like, thank you. Um, wow, what a diplomatic, I see everything, know everything. And by the way, you were gifted this. So right? let's, <laughs> let's not <laughs> That's a forget. good political little speech there. <laughs> right. And then Jamie's like, uh, I'll be sure to mention the affable lieutenant in my, or I'm pretty sure he says lieutenant. Is it lieutenant or lieutenant? It's I don't lieutenant, understand. but the British I know, say but lieutenant. It's lieutenant. It's confusing. It's to like me. colonel and call. No, but it's spelled colonel. Colonel, but, but it's they colonel. say colonel. But no, it's spelled lieutenant. It's, and okay, Americans say lieutenant, but I think but the British they say lieutenant. And right? I messed okay. up because they're saying lieutenant. Well, no, and that's my big thing because I'm like, because isn't that what Grace says, lieutenant Leonard? Yeah, it is That's Lieutenant. Enough, Lieutenant Leonard. Do you know how confusing it was? Because I always thought it was Lieutenant. And then to start reading and like, then you're like, Lieutenant. Lieutenant. I'm like, what the hell is this Lieutenant? I'm like, that's not the same thing. One of the words, it's like one of those words that you sound in your head differently than when it Wait, comes out of your mouth. Yeah. But, but yes. So he's Lieutenant. like, you know, I'll like, be where sure. Where does the F come from? There's no F in there. There's not even a PH. You right? can just make up sounds. Make up sounds. <laughs> Welcome to the English language. Um, so, and he's like, Jamie's like, I'll be sure to, to mention the affable lieutenant in my next dispatch. And Knox is like, I can only hope that one day to be, or I can only hope to be granted one day uh, a parcel of land that's half as prosperous as yours. Perhaps if we catch Fitzgibbons and see him hanged, perhaps then the governor would be so kind. And there's a lot of like shots that's, of Jamie yeah. like being tense and having the... In- the stairs of like mm, right what's happening here yeah well shit and so now they are back on the road there so they're like riding along the road and they 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 ride past there's like a sort of a family a group of people with their belongings on the side of the road um and you can tell that they're probably poorer right um and so Knox like drops some coins at them and then one of the they look at him and they spit like they spit on it and then Knox is like well charming and he's like these backcountry folk are not for much for manners are they it's only civility that keeps um keeps us all from killing each other and Jamie's like well there's no time for manners when you have a family to feed Mm -hmm. and then he's like maybe you should be glad they only spat at us and Knox is like I have to disagree there's always a need to respect his majesty's army Life's under no obligation to give us what we want. We should take what is offered and be thankful. It's no worse than it is. Men like you and me offer protection to ensure that is that it isn't any worse. Um, and Jamie's like, well, it appears he doesn't share your beliefs in the matter. And then Knox is like, and what are your beliefs in the matter? And Jamie's like, why? Are you taking notes for your dispatches? Recording my words for prosperity or no posterity, my bad um and he's like no but if i were and jamie's like then i would have to agree with you um you and i united in our aim of offering protection to those we've sworn to defend and i'm like i see Ah, you jamie fraser such worded so i know who you've sworn to defend and it ain't the king nope none of that like oh that's like that was such a good example of like that toxic patriotism of like don't question yeah be thankful Mm -hmm. interesting Mm -hmm. 
Interesting. Um, and then Knox is like, I admire a man who puts duty and honor above all else. And Jamie's like, then you admire a man who rather starve than dishonor his own conscience. Um, and then Knox is like, do I detect some sympathy there for the regulators, Colonel Fraser? And Jamie's like, I have sympathy for any man who cannot afford to eat, Lieutenant. And your generosity of coin tells me you have some as well. And Knox is like, uh, I do believe it is right to give to those in needs. Well, I suppose it is reasonably true that there is never a convenient time for death or taxes. Jamie's like, now do I detect some sympathy with the regulator's lieutenant? Um, and then one of the, one of Jamie's men rides up and they all stop. And it's Ronnie, Saint, Ronnie Sinclair, who we saw him briefly a little bit last episode. He's um, he's one of Jamie's tenants. He's also, we learn, he he's an Ardenier guy. So he's uh, someone okay. that's like pretty loyal to Jamie. Um, and so he rides up and he says, you know, the regulators have been rioting Hillsborough. Oh, so it wasn't Wilmington. My bad. It was Hillsborough. I swear they just use the set for Wilmington for all of these surrounding towns and oh, just like yeah. change it around a little bit. All <laughs> I know is Willems Creek, Wilmington, and Hillsborough. Those are the sort of the main. I didn't um, even know there was a third one. I knew there was the two W ones. And then, I could not tell you which one is which. And then later down the line, there's one called Newburn. But um, oh, Lord, I anyway, never remember these. But anyway, they're all, you know, they're all in the North Carolina right but anyway sounds so was, like they should all be in essex or sussex or nottingham <laughs> very british sounding well i mean and I a lot of this area old. was settled by scots and brits um but yeah so but like i i will say okay brits look, look around here, not, drive the streets around i know here. some of the, them everything's we everything suck at naming stuff over. It's I, all named the same. I it all sounds North, the same. And I drove past a street that was called Culloden. <laughs> and I, I was like, yeah. oh, well. I know. Or or it'll be like Dundee Avenue. And you're like, yeah, hmm. We just took them all over here. And it's like Trafalgar. Jesus. Yeah. Trafalgar Road. That's my one complaint. Okay. You guys need to come up with more unique names so that I can distinguish them. <laughs> Even, really, even in Ontario, you know we have a city, yeah. we have a town, a city called London. It yeah. does have to be like London, Ontario, not London, England. There's also a Paris, Ontario. This there's also true. a Paris, Texas. I'm pretty this sure Paris is in Texas. It's true. And right? I'm pretty is sure Paris there's an Texas? Ontario, California. Yeah, it's very confusing. We just reuse the same names. Confusifying. Anyway, oh, and the Burlington, Vermont gets me all the time. Oh, all the time. So, and we're so close. Yeah. And then like Burlington, Vermont. Vermont. And I'm like, what? Dang. Right. One of my, I, someone I know that lives in um, Pennsylvania would be like, we're, vi we're visiting. And I guess this is in Vermont, visiting Shelburne, Vermont. And like, shall I like, that's such a random thing for the longest time. I thought she was referring to like Shelburne, Ontario. And I was I'm like, oh, my aunt and uncle, you know, I have family yeah. that or lives there's near Shel there. There's a Shelburne in Nova Scotia. Cause I have. Right. Yep. And then you're like, oh no, there's <laughs> multiple. It's just throwing me off. Um, <laughs> right. But anyway, oh. anywho. Um, so yeah, so Ronnie rides up and says, you know, the regulators have been riding at Hillsborough and Knox is like, you know, are there any wounded? And, uh, Sinclair is like, I a few, but thankfully captured, we captured three of the bastards. Knox is like, we should make haste. Our presence there will re reassure the town folk. So they ride off. So now we're back on the ridge and we're with Claire and Claire is like in her surgery room and we can see that she's got like her doors locked, curtains drawn, and she's in there. And what is our girl doing? But doing her own little makeshift 
autopsy. <laughs> she's got she's got Farish's like chest cracked wide open, just looking in there, right? And we can hear knocking and Bree's like knocking at the door, being like, Mama, mama. And so Claire like puts the tarp, the you know, the sheet back over and she goes over and she looks, she unlocks the door, lets Brie in, closes it, locks it again. She's like, I came to see if you need help. And then she sees it and she's like, oh my God. And Claire's like, I know it's difficult to see someone like this, but I had to do it. I had to confirm what the cause of death was. And Bree's like, practically, intellectually, yes, that makes perfect sense in 1969. But mama, what if someone finds out? Yeah, you can be found as a witch. Zozo, you don't need to be a guard dog right now. Oh, Winston's outside. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. Winston is the bulldog across the street. There's a lot of drama. Zozo. Come here, baby. She still has a bone in her mouth, though. (laughs) The politics of dogs. So, yeah, she's like, Mama, what if someone finds out? And Claire's like, they won't. You know, I'll make sure of it. You You know, the worst of it all is his wife actually accelerated his death. What was Um, wrong with him? She says, and Claire says, his appendix burst. He was in septic shock and bacteria in his abdomen and abdomen created a serious infection. Bloodletting and mercury pills weren't going to do a damn thing except and Brie cuts in is like, kill him faster. She's And Brie's like, but no one will understand. And Claire's like, maybe not. But if I'm to keep people safe here, then I need to know what's causing their illnesses. I can't watch someone die like this knowing if he just come to me sooner then I could have saved his life. And an appendectomy is one of the most straightforward procedures you can do. And do you have like, your appendix out? No, I, know I have my out. gallbladder out. I was going to say, I know your gallbladder's out, but I didn't know if you. Also no, not my appendix. appendix. It's still there. Okay. It's you. still there. Still in there, doing nothing. Well, I feel like <laughs> it's so common, though. I feel like yeah, it, like she, like like yeah, it's it is so, a very so common. Routine. It's really procedure. common. Yeah. Well, and back then it's not going to be like laparoscopic. It's like they no. slice you open and You're grab it. Yeah. <laughs> like I just, today, it'd probably be like like, a, like more common. It, yeah. Like yeah. Take it's it out. And complicated, but yet routine. Yeah. Like it's routine, but it's they got the cameras and the tools and the yeah. moving around things and stuff. But yeah, and so. Bree's like, I know how difficult it was for you to lose him, but mama, there's nothing you could have done. And Claire's like, it's bad enough that I'm fighting the disease, but I'm also fighting the cure. Basically yeah. being like, I'm fighting against like the, the people of the time, yeah. the conceptions of the time. Like, and then Bree's like, I know she's like, mama, I- I'm sorry. I have to get some air. And she's like out of there. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I can't. And then Claire closes the curtains. So then Claire sort of, you know, steps outside to catch the mare and Marsley's out there at a table and she's like butchering one of the animals that was caught for the meat. Um, not your thing, but you know, I feel like veganism would have maybe been a challenging uh, uh, diet to adhere to in their time. Um, Why? They have bark everywhere. What do you think I live off of, lady? Okay. Well, you know, at least they don't have like mass produced cow farms, you know, they're, they're hunting it themselves and, and, you know, living off the land. But anyway, Marsley's out there just doing her thing. My wolves would hunt for me. Butchering and all of that kind of stuff. Right. And then Mars or Claire's watching her and you can see Claire get like an idea. Claire's like, Hmm, I'm really good with that knife. Don't seem squeamish. Hmm. Okay. So now is she going to be like the second doctor? We'll see. 
we'll see but we can claire's got some light bulbs going off she's thinking Ew, are you gonna do like 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 surgery like surgery showing to the people like this is what your insides no, are don't take no mercury. i don't think okay, claire good, is that that's she would be burned in four seconds yeah, i don't think I was she's like, that's, that's, a, silly. that's a lot <laughs> no but um but yeah okay so now we're back with Knox and jamie and so they've just gotten to hillsborough and they can sort of see like the mess and the devastation that's been left everywhere and Knox is like this is what a world without civility looks like and then Jamie sees one of the men walking by who's like a little hurt. And he's like, I know that man. He's a friend of the governor's. So it's it's Mr. Fanning. So he was the dude that Claire did the hernia surgery on in season okay. four. That's so he's like, I know him. Um, and then he's like, he goes up to the guy and then he's like, oh, Mr. Fraser, it's good to see a familiar face. And Jamie's like, Mr. Fanning, may I acquaint you with Lieutenant Hamilton Knox? And Knox is like, you know, they bow to each other and he's like, you know, I'm sorry to make your acquaintance under such circumstances. Hopefully they'll improve now that, you know, we have men stationed in town and it'll sort of calm everything. Um, And then, you know, Fanning's like, oh, you know, thankfully, thank God you're here. Like, it's only getting worse. This country is going to the dogs. And uh, Jamie's like, what did they do to you, Fanning? And he's like, come with me, I'll show you. So they go and they walk into into a tavern. And when they walk inside, like everyone gets quiet. And Fanning's like, you know, they seized control of the courthouse. The Honorable Judge Henderson was forced to hear the complaint under duress, then fled for his life. And Jamie's like, what? They meant to kill him? Because Jamie's like probably very aware that like Murta's involved in all of this and thinks Murta's extreme, but he's reasonable. He's not, yeah, he's he's not, not going to hold people hostage. Gonna, he's not going to kill people unless it's like in battle, like, you know, that kind of deal. I don't know. Murta seems to have gone off the edge a little bit. The old coot. Um, Maybe, so maybe, like, <laughs> maybe those rolls in the hay loosened a few marbles <laughs> mm-hmm. or maybe wow. he hasn't had enough Roll, rolls in the hay. In the hay. Oh, where's what's Suzette? her name again? What, her name? I can't remember what she called her. Chicago. Oh, Jocasta. No, Suzette was from Paris. Remember yeah. the Zoe? They're really having fun time with the bones. Um, oh, she's trying to get a different bone. It's too big for her. Though. <laughs> You're like, it doesn't, it's just Zoe um but yeah so he's like you know know, they meant to kill him and and he's like well he certainly had reason to believe so and there's this guy one of the (laughs) one of the judges another bone one of the judges is sitting there he's like got a blanket around him his name's mr evans and fanning's like you know um nope and so they're like you know when they did not when they did not receive their own particular band of justice from the court they did this and they show the guy's chest and it's he was one of the guys that was tar and feathered and it's pretty gross you get that off Doesn't you do not fun. do you have to live up you have to pull it off well it would like rip flesh it? off it's like burns <laughs> right it burns it burns layers of flesh right it would be really there's like one scene in one of the books i can't remember where like claire has to tend to someone who's been tar and feathered and like oh it's it's like it's like burns right like you have to like get it off the skin and it's 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 gross it's not good but anyway so jamie's like holy shit Knox is like my god and mr evans is like paraded through town like a boiled goose for enforcing a tax they do not want to pay and jamie's like in time you will wear your scars with honor, knowing you receive them doing your duty. And he's like, he's like, I pray you're, I'm, I'll, uh, I pray you're right. 
and they're like another guy suffered the same another guy suffered the same fate he's lies but he lies about as we speak unable to move and yet may succumb to his wounds so like i guess if it's bad enough like it can kill you and Knox is like cowardly dogs um and then uh fanning was like or the other guy is like i was beaten and forced to watch well they may as well blinded me for i can face seeing no more they tore apart my house by the timbers he says to jamie i only wish your wife was with you we could surely employ a surgeon of her skill well at least somebody values her medical skills this is true um and then Knox looks at jamie he's like still feeling sympathy colonel and jamie's like i didn't think them capable of this um and Knox is like you know we're told you captured three of them and they're like oh we did and then they ought to hang you know they will john they will john um and then they're like providence has brought us lieutenant lieutenant Knox and colonel fraser and Knox is like you know as it so happens we seek one of the insurgents ourselves um you know a leader one Murta Fitzgibbons you know do you and then Jamie's like Jamie's like do you can if he's among one of the men arrested and fanning's like no but i can take you to them so like okay so they go over like into the jailhouse and jamie like stops him and he's like lieutenant do you uh want need time to compose yourself i could speak with them alone and i'm getting the vibe that like jamie's really wanting to double check if one of these men is Murta that they got yeah. or like if he can get info from them before Knox gets in but Knox is like, no, sickened as I am by their actions, I will face them. And Jamie's like, okay, well, maybe let me have the first word, Highlander to Highlander. Like, it may loosen their tongues. And Knox is like, hmm, bring them out. And so the guys come out. Jamie's seen these dudes before, so they look familiar. We've sort of seen their faces. I remember a few of them he had spoken to about trying to settle when he first learned oh, okay. about the regulators, right? He was, like, trying to offer yeah. them to settle on his land, right? So there's three of these guys that come out. And then Jamie's like, I'm Colonel James Fraser. This is Lieutenant Knox. We're looking for Murta Fitzgibbons, this leader of yours that we've heard so much about. Was he the one that put you up to this? I know how per- persuasive a Highlander can be. I'm grown out of the same stock. And one of the dudes is like, and given where you're standing, I'll bet you had a few thousand acres of new ground now too. Or yeah. Um, and Jamie's like, I have settlers, Highland folk and others, men and women who depend upon me. And one of the other guys is like spoken like a true laird look at you on your high horse you're no better than us and jamie's like look me in the eye and tell me that what you did was justified and the one guy's like oh it was more than justified and jamie's like okay then because like obviously jamie doesn't like the tarn feathering he's like really no really yeah uh, who do- who's like oh yeah this this is great let's do more of this let's do more of this right and so then one of the guys is like crooked thieves and extortionists, all of them. I'm only sorry. We didn't bathe them. The, we didn't bathe the whole stinking lot of them. And Jamie's like, you cannot mean that. And, he'll, and then he's like, we'll wage war on you if we must bring towns down around your ears. And then Knox is like getting increasingly pissed off. And he's like, nothing but white livered miscreants as evidenced by their repulsive crimes. And then the one guy's like, try saying that to me again with when my hands are untied. And it's getting really tense. Jeez, these guys are like and getting really tense. And then Knox is like, "Where are the rest of you hiding, huh? Where is Murta Fitzgibbons?" And then the one guy, it's Eat this guy Ethan, that's like the mouthiest, and he's like, "I'd rather bite my own tongue than tell you." And then this is when Knox like pulls out his sword and puts it out, and he's like, "I'll remind you that I'm a lieutenant in His Majesty's army." And Jamie's like, "Knox, like trying to be like, yeah, that's chill, not helpful. Chill out, chill out." 
And then Ethan's like, he can't like, help don't himself. Prove his point, <laughs> right? <laughs> and you Ethan, guys are like assholes. <laughs> and then Ethan's like, he can't help himself. Blood red coat, the color of the devil himself. And so then Knox like puts his sword like right up to Ethan's like throat almost. And he's like, if you're truly so brave, I will ask you one last time, where is Murta Fitzgibbons? And Ethan's like, I am Murta Fitzgibbons. And Knox is like, is that so? And then Ethan spits in his face, and Knox stabs him in the gut like just snaps and just stabs him and then not that's not good he was i mean he was a prisoner he was bound no i know that's what i'm saying it's not good like he stabbed geneva conventions i mean i know they're not established yet but still and jamie's like lieutenant people i thought you were civilized dude you want to spout off about your civilized society and then you just go around stabbing people stabbing people that are we have different definitions of this my friend right and so then jamie's like lieutenant like what have you done and then like he's he's like oh really just like pissing shit like that's not helpful you're supposed to be the ones that are not escalating it (laughs) right and so then the other two guys are like tending to him and they're like he's dead and then jamie's like you executed a man without trial and Mm -hmm. then fanning walks in and he's like gentlemen and he see what happened here and he like sees the dude on the ground rogue (laughs) and then jay and so then jamie is like i uh, sometimes a man must put aside his honor to defend himself take these men back to their cells and the other two guys look at jamie like you dick you're, you're covering yeah. him. you're covering for him like you for like plain murder yeah right but i mean jamie's got to play the game right he's got to play well, the yeah. role. he can't just throw him under the bus so then they're put back in their cells and we've got major jamie scowling face he's like well 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 um okay so yeah, this like, next, that's not good <laughs> so this next scene we're back on the ridge and basically roger and brie it's a roger and brie scene so they're oh. like target practice they're you know teach and like we've gotten the gist that like brie is a really good shot yeah roger is not because um, roger sucks and you know and they're you know he's sort of struggling and she's like joking with him and stuff and she's like trying to talking about like and they're trying to shoot squirrels and he's like this feels wrong it's like it's like shooting a tufty fluffy tail and brie's like what what is that He's like, you've <laughs> what never, is that? she's like, you've never heard of Tufty. He's like, you've never heard of Tufty Fluffy Tail. Should have known that reference would be lost on my American wife. And he's like, Tufty is a squirrel who teaches children about road safety. Sort of like you're a uh, Smokey the Bear. Um, sort of, right. but they're clubs. And she's like, oh, wow. Sounds exciting. I think I'd rather be in the militia. Um, and then he's like, you know, well, I'll confess that my time at Oxford, I hadn't read about brigades of squirrels on the battlefield. And he's like, you're keeping me occupied hunting wee rodents while the real men are away. And she's like, what are you talking about? You know, dad left, dad left you here to protect the ridge while he's gone. We're practicing. And Roger's like, protect it from what? Rabies? <laughs> he's like, okay, <laughs> bitter me. Like, geez, you can't even, what, what did you, what did you, what? <laughs> Rennie drink take a drink every time Brittany gets annoyed at roger um and then he's <laughs> like the dangerous reg- game. he's like the regulators you know the regulators pose no threat to us here and then and then well, maybe um, they do now because they just went and killed one of them right and so roger's like roger's like you know that and he's like he doesn't respect me brie and it well, doesn't why help he it doesn't help matters that we had Jemmy baptized by a Presbyterian. And Bree's like, well, we already had one heretic in the family and two are better than one. And she's like, okay, come on, let's try something that doesn't move. And so then now she's like, 
you know, getting behind him, role reversal, helping him like shoot all that. Rolled my stuff. eyes. None of you guys could see it, but I did. <laughs> and then some turkeys go by and Roger misses. So Brie takes over and shoots one. And then, so then she's like, well, this will be dinner one night. So she goes over to get one. And then, and then she like finally just, you know, out of nowhere, she's like, <laughs> woo. Zozo, was that when did Winston did Winston walk by? You're about to get real annoyed by this next part of the conversation, too, Brittany. So I'll wait till Zozo comes out. She's like, oh no. Okay. So what Bree says is she's like, you want to go back, don't you? You're ready. I'm about to get so mad. Right. And then Roger's like, who knows? Maybe I want Jemmy to be part of the Tufty Club. And then um, Bree's like, there are plenty of squirrels here. We could pick one, name them Tufty, done. Welcome to the club. And then <laughs> trying to be funny. And then she's like, look, maybe we should be glad. Dun- you know, Jem doesn't need road safety here. And think yeah. about it. Her dad, like Frank died in a car accident. Uh, Claire's both, close. both Claire's parents died in a car accident. Right. So yeah. she's like, the future isn't necessarily safer no right but she's like you know Jem doesn't need road safety here at least we know he'll never be hurt in a car accident and roger's like brianna and then she's like our family is here and roger's like well you and jemmy are my family yeah but that's such a one-sided thing like great that's cool for you but not for your you're gonna lose your shit you're gonna lose your shit he goes james fraser is my colonel and i was like and I was like, even me, I was like, well, fuck you. He's her father. Father. Like, how about we yeah, stop dickhead. looking just from your perspective, dude? Like, you don't have any family in the future. She's like, you might so not like you... him, but he's my fucking my father. Kids. Yeah. And that's my cousin and my mom and my, you know, sister-in-law and my brother. And like, screw you because Brittany yeah, that's cool. Oh, well, Embry oh. says, Embry says, and what about mama? And then Roger's like, you don't want to leave. He's like, you don't want to leave them. And he walks off. Like, well, maybe you dickhead, you should have had that conversation before. You're such a selfish ass. <laughs> just assume that, that, like, when I'm sick of being here, I'll just, we'll just leave because that's what I and, want. And I Fuck mean, you, and I dude. can, and I can understand being like, when Brie went back, she never intended to stay, and this isn't our time, and I'm yeah, not then meant have to that survive here. But then, before she got you get pregnant, married. Well, but then she got pregnant and things happen and guess what? And yeah, you know, you had that, 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 that time to think about what you really wanted. Maybe you also should have been like, Hmm, I don't want to stay, stay here. So maybe I should have a conversation that when I go back, I'd be like, look, I, I want to be with you. I want to be with the baby. I claim him, but I don't want to stay here. And then she'd be like, well, I don't know because now my family's my here and everything's here. pretty fucked up. And I kind of need the support right now because one, I don't know if you're going to be a dick in the future and like decide that you want to peace out because you're kind of an asshole. So I kind of want to be around where I've got some family and like my kid can like, Jemmy can play with like his cousins are here and like, you're not going to have any of that in the future. So maybe you have that goddamn conversation before <laughs> like an adult. Yeah. But that line of you and Jemmy are my family. James Fraser is my Colonel. That like, line pissed me off. I was like, oh, but if yeah, he's not you. your wife's Colonel, fuck you. Yeah, also like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that would piss me off too. So I feel you. I feel you. Okay. So now we are back with Jamie and Knox and they're sitting in a tavern at a table. 
having a drink. And Knox is like, what have I done? I've become the very thing I despise. I'm a hypocrite. And Jamie's like, what's done is done. And he's like, you must try to make amends, perhaps ensure a fair trial for the others. And then Knox is like, ah, they'll be found guilty and hanged. I gave him a soldier's death. The other two will not be so lucky. Tomorrow they'll go to Newburn to be hanged as proof of the work we're doing here to staunch the uprising. And Jamie's like, okay, this is not the way I saw this conversation going. No, I don't think that's helpful, dude. And he's like, is this what they deserve? And Jamie's, er, and Knox is like, I gave that man better than he deserved. And then Jamie's like, is there no cause you would die for, Lieutenant? And Knox is like, we're here, aren't we, to die for king and country? For that is the oath we've both sworn. Jamie's like, I, we have. <laughs> About that. Yeah. I did it under duress yeah. to be pardoned it was a, as it was a, a Jacobite. <laughs> that was the only way I could be pardoned as it, for being a Jacobite. Yeah. So that had like a big asterisk next to it. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, um, bah, bah, bah. okay. So now we're back on the ridge okay. and there's like a little mini funeral having having happening, happening for for farish um okay. and there's just like a few people in there. so it's like brie and roger are there and and marcy and, and and fergus and um a few of the other people the bugs and a few of the other people there roger's singing <laughs> oh, God. um you know he's singing something and then at the end you know he goes you know he goes to claire and he's like if you need any more help uh and she's like thank you and then claire looks over at marsley and you know walks over and is like fergus would you mind looking after the children for a little while i need to speak with marsley and he's like of course of course me lady and she's like thank you and so then her and marsley start walking away and she's like you know there's something i want to show you but marsley do you trust me and she's like i like she's like what you getting at what you getting Uh-oh. at claire so um, so then they walk into Claire's surgery and Claire locks the door behind her and Marsley's kind of like, okay, what's going on? And Claire's like, okay, now you promised oh, you'd let me explain. <laughs> and so then she, she pulls back the sheet in which we see Farish lying there with his chest open and Marsley, <laughs> I love Lauren Lyle. Marsley's like, more have Marcy and starts yelling. Claire's like has to like put her hand over her mouth, and she's like, "Stop shouting! Stop shouting!" And you can hear Marcy being like, "Like, what are you doing? Stop shouting!" She's like, "Marcy, please!" And she takes her hand away, and she's like, "Marcy's like, deliver us from evil." Oh, she's like trying to like calm down, but she's like, "Oh my god, what a weird thing to try to explain!" Yeah, like what is an autopsy? I'm looking in the dead person. Right. Well, and she's like, so she's like, she's like, didn't make me say it, Claire. Didn't make me say it. Was she right, my ma? Was she? And Claire's oh, that like, she's a witch. And Claire's face is like, Claire's like, I'm not a witch. <laughs> okay. And then she's like, Marsley, you have more sense than that. And she's like, that's why I brought you here. Now, knowing me as you do for as long as you have, why do you think Mr. Farish is on this table? And then she's like, who did we bury? And Claire's like, well, no one. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, there was a there was a funeral. I didn't even pick that up. She's like, <laughs> so I was like, no one. Roger and I filled the co- the coffin with rocks, and then and then Marsley's like, should should a physician not be more concerned with the living? And Claire's like, the curse of the living is that they can't tell you the secrets of the dead. And Marsley's and what secrets might those be? And Claire's like, how to save those who are still with us? How to perform life saving surgeries? 
you know, we physicians, we can learn by practicing on the dead. And I think you'd be a good apprentice. Now I've seen you butchering, you know how to use a knife. You understand the parts of the animal and what they're for. People are similar in many ways. So she pulls the sheet back again and she's like, see for yourself. And, and Marcia's like, God help us. And then <laughs> Claire's like, well, I believe he does. It's, it's a miraculous thing, the human body. And I want to use this body to teach you so that we can protect God's miracle. And Marsley's like still looking a little unconvinced. She's like, mm, Claire's okay. really trying here. She's like, mm, what okay. angle do I have here? <laughs> and then Claire's like, Marsley, you are kind and caring and you have the right instincts and I need help. And then Marsley's, but you, but she's like, but you, I could never defile a body. And Claire's like, I didn't defile him. I did what's called an autopsy to learn why he died. And Marsley's like, so you can find out what killed a man by cutting him open. She's and Claire's like, yes, now I couldn't save Mr. Farish, but this way his death will mean something, help save others. And after I finish teaching, finish teaching you, we'll stitch him up and give him a proper burial. I promise. Roger even said he would help. And then Marsley's like, stitch him up like a seamstress <laughs> and then it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> she's starting to show some interest um and so then now we're back in Hillsboro, and we okay. can see jamie sneaky sneaking around and he's like got like a crowbar thing and he's like sneaks into the jailhouse and the guys are like oh you've got some balls coming back here fraser or is it colonel oh, fraser them- it's oh. like you you come to finish us off if Murta had seen you stand in there and Jamie's like, no, not, he's like, Knox shouldn't have done what he did, but you shouldn't have tor- tormented those men, like those men. And I'm sorry for what happened to Ethan and for my part in this. They're like, what part is that exactly? Money is it? Try, um, Tryon's coin? Jamie's like, the governor has bound me to him. I'm trying to save all our lives. And they're like, oh, how very noble. You're not doing so well so far. And then Jamie's like, didn't speak to me of what is noble. And the guys are like, you know, it's a war being waged. We believe in our cause. And Jamie's like, and I believe in in mine, preserving as many lives as possible. And he's like, quick, we didn't have much time. And so he breaks them out. And then he's like, you know, redcoats are guarding the town. I told Murta be hard to find. I didn't, I didn't count on his friend laying a trail of tar and feathers to his doorstep. And they're like, Murta was here with us. And Jamie's <gasps> like, and Jamie's like, then tell him not to return. Knox has an army at his command. And the guys are like, across the water, maybe, but we have an army of men here, men with nothing left to lose and farmers, tough as we, and farmers though we be, um, we've beaten our, I don't know what this word is, it's asterisk. Oh, we've beaten our plowshares into swords and are training for battle. How many men do you have? So then they leave. So now- it's like the next day we assume we're back on the ridge okay. um, and the ladies are outside. There's a group of, of ladies with Claire and they're outside. And it looks like they're like making candles, like they're dipping candles and like, okay. you know, doing all the, 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 the practical things that we don't have to think about these days. You just go to the store and buy a candle. Buy a candle. I don't have to make a candle. Well, sometimes it looks like fun. Sometimes it doesn't though. Dip it a million times. <laughs> let it let the wax dry dip it again, again another again. layer again <laughs> and again <laughs> um but um yeah so they're sort of outside and there's a few of these ladies um and one of them will be like i'll be lighting a candle for poor mistress farage oh terrible is it not oh yes he was so young oh they say bad things come in threes did you hear 
And Claire's like overhearing them, right? And one of the ladies is like, my lad Thomas burned his hand badly last week at the kiln. So I'll be saying my prayers tonight. And then one woman's like, put some honey on it. Um, you know, and then Claire, you know, chimes in. She's like, well, that should help. It can help prevent infection. And one of them's like, do you think? The physician at Cross Creek told me um, honey was for old wives. Um bartered for some of that St. James fever powder instead. And like that gets a reaction from Claire. She does like a double take. She's like, what? And then they're like, they say King George himself uses it. And Claire's like to ingest for a burn, but the wound is on his hand being like, what you, you don't ingest things for a burn unless it's like an antibiotic because there's an infection. Right. And she's like, and then the one woman's like, well, why risk it? And she's like, well, exactly. And the other woman's like, you may as well take it if it helps. And then the one, the one woman's like, you know, and Claire's definitely re- reacting like, yo, this is dumb. And then yeah. one woman's like, well, you know, if it's good enough for the king, then it's good enough for my boy. And then Claire's like, Mistress Chisholm, has Thomas been vomiting at all? And she's like, I. And Claire's like, St. James Powell. Oh, friggin', let's Google what this is. St. James powder contains antimony, it's a poison. It makes you vomit, which in certain circumstances can make you feel better. But I mean, if you take too much of it and Mrs. Chisholm chimes in and it's like, you're a fine healer, mistress, and we're blessed to have you. But Dr. Wilson is a learned physician. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's like the person that has the most medical knowledge, like in the entire world at that time. Frustrating. Um, And they're like, the woman's like, here. Can you imagine if it was discovered that the king was being poisoned by his own physician, which I don't know, let's Google that. Was King George being poisoned by his own physician? Is that an in-joke? <laughs> Maybe, perhaps. Maybe. So Claire's just like, God, fuck these fucking people. I'm trying to help them. And I, they just look at me like I'm this dumb, wacky woman. Oh, which? you know, this other dude's a learned physician. Yeah. Who does what the fuck is good as bloodletting do? Are you all vampires? Like what the hell? Um, Okay, so now... Oh, yeah. Look, in July 21st, 2005, a new hair analysis suggests that the king's doctors may have inex- exacerbated his illness by inadvert arsenic poisoning. Well, whoopsies. Whoopsies. That's, that's not helpful. Nope. Mm-mm. So, whoops, not good. Not good at all. And I mean, Claire wouldn't know that because she's not from 2005, but nope. she knows she's like, James, St. James powder isn't good. Nope. Right. Um, okay. And then, um, yes, they're all like, ah, ha, ha, and Claire is like so exacerbated. She's so like annoyed. She's just like, oh my God. So annoyed mm-hmm. by like all of this. And you're like, sure. Just look at me. Like I'm the dumb, weird the one. Kooky As you person. give them like poison, like cool. Um, yeah, right. For a burn on your hand. <laughs> like, like sure. great. Okay. Let's okay. do that. That's great. Good. Exactly. She's like to ingest for burn on his hand. Make <laughs> it make sense. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Uh, okay. I'm going to grab another drink. Hold on. Pause, please. Pause time. I finished the first one. Hold, Woo! please. And we're back. That was no time at all for you, but. Quick washroom break, quick refilling of our drinks. This time, I switched to one of the Cottage Springs vodka. <gasps> Those are my favorite. This so one's fun. 
wild cherry. Yum. That and the watermelon are my faves. The watermelon cottage springs. Mm-hmm. So good. Because I don't know. I'm not always a vodka soda person. The ones I'm not a fan of are like the socialite brand ones. Yeah. They're weird flavors. To There's me. a weird flavor. I know. And I'm not a fan. The worst thing I ever did once was, you know how they have vodka soda? They had vodka water ones. I didn't know that. So I accidentally bought a six pack of vodka water in like a raspberry lemon flavor. Ooh. It was, I think I ended up getting rid of a few of them because I couldn't even drink them. I was like, not a this fan. This is just some weird, it's like, I don't know if they use like a weird sweetener in them too. And then it's like oh. aftertaste with that flavor. I don't like this. Yeah, was even- not a fan. Even the cottage spring ones, you zero carbs, zero sugar, made in Canada. Those ones, though, I find like they don't. At least they don't have an aftertaste like the social light ones. Yeah, yeah, my fancy. Like the lime ones. ones, I can drink the social light, but that's the only flavor. Same. Just the lime. Same. The other ones, I'm like, yeah. Um, no. But yeah, so yeah. we have drinks, and the dogs have switched now to bully sticks. So so far, they're doing so good. You they're know? they're doing better. Hey guys, thank okay. you for participating. Not at all. <laughs> Ready for opening drink number two. Ready, everyone? Welcome to our ASMR channel. That wasn't That was satisfying. better. It wasn't, but it was better than your last attempt. Doesn't make as much noise as like a Coke does, but that's mm. or like my LaCroix when I used to like. Anyway, what a stark contrast after going from like all of the flavor of this like wine spritzer it's one. Just like a light. Like, so like nothing very <laughs> what do they call it like a uh, when they do the laqua and they make fun of it. it's like yeah the nothing one you i thought, love you Lequazza. thought they thought of a, a coconut <laughs> yeah with a thought of a coconut mixed in that's <laughs> so true so true um okay so yes. like what a lime had once been in this water <laughs> yeah, many years ago, years ago. um <laughs> okay so okay so claire's obviously very like exasperated with all this she's like, yeah so now nonsense so then the next scene we see like claire is in kind of like kitchen surgery area sitting sitting at the table like writing very neat penmanship like writing this stuff and brie walks in and she's like what are you doing and claire's like just making a list Tips for pre- preventative health care. And Bree's like, hmm, telling people what to do. Claire's like, more importantly, what not to do. Um, I'm going to make as many copies as I can and hand them out to all the settlers. And Bree's like, and how are you going to explain how you know all these things? Sort of like Otter Tooth, isn't it? Um, people even going to listen to you? And Claire's like, hmm, no, I very much doubt it, but they'll likely listen to Dr. Rawlings. Oh, she's pretending. <laughs> and well, and Bree's. Bree's like, Dr. Rawlings recommends. And who is Dr. Rawlings? And Claire's like, the man who used to own my medical kit and my microscope. Um, and now the good doctor behind these new, these radical new ideas. So yeah, that like medical kit that Jamie had picked yeah, up for, yeah. in a, a store for her. So it says like Dr. Rawlings on it. In the book, they make like a big thing of his like notebook. His journal is a part of it. So oh, okay. she can like read all his old sort of, medical notes and she like adds to it and writes everything down okay. um but any but anyway um and Bree's like oh clever and she's like all right have a spare pen so then she sits down and she starts helping claire write all this stuff out. see what you want to tear apart roger you demon <laughs> <laughs> 
Be like, look, she's finally getting to be really close to her mother. Ma, and you want to come in between they that? Had this emotional distance all of these years. Yeah. And now they've come Frank to understand each other. All this shit. And she yeah. was busy. And now they're just besties. Love them. Starting to get together. And you just want to rip it apart. Just because Rude. what? You don't want to be in an army? Because Jamie doesn't like me. Like, that's true. That's even a worse thing. Jamie doesn't like me, so I want to run away to the future. <laughs> Suck it up. Sorry he's off. your dad, but yeah. that you're finally getting a chance to know. Yeah, but he doesn't um, like me, so I have to leave. We Actually, we all have to leave. Right? Um, okay, so Maybe now- you have daddy issues. <laughs> well, I mean, he does. His, fa- his father died in the war and his his- uncle great uncle or whatever raised him but um blah 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 blah. okay so now we're back sort of at the jailhouse so now it's jamie and Knox and mr fanning so obviously they've discovered that the prisoners have escaped right and they're like and they're like broken free from without you know meaning you know someone broke like from the outside right um right okay so you know then there may there may yet be more traitors in town. And Jamie's like, Mr. Fanning, perhaps could you make some inquiries? And he's like, of course. And Jamie's like, maybe this works in our favor. No doubt these men will tell Fitzgibbons that you're willing, what you're willing to do to bring an end to this uprising. Knox is like, we sought but one man. I fear now that a war is inevitable. After all, Um, one man fighting for his home is worth a hundred. And Jamie interjects too, a hundred men fighting for pay. Um, and mm-hmm. Knox is like, you need more men. I saw those you called at your daughter's wedding. Not enough. And Jamie's like, I'll leave tomorrow. Gather, I'll gather a militia. And Knox is like, meet me here as soon as you're able. Come prepared for a war. So. Jesus, this is escalated real quick. Going okay. great. Real good. <laughs> we, we really like ramped this up here. It's going real great. Um, <laughs> Love so that we're now, back in a war already. Jesus Christ. Right? So now we're back on the ridge um, and Roger is in like Claire's surgery and she's like uh, checking his eyes, like checking his eyesight because she's an eye doctor too. Just a okay. doctor of all trades. And he's doing the whole has one eye, one eye closed covered with a spoon. And he's going through doing the eye test thing, like TLM. Like she has that thing on her wall, like one that oh, she's yeah. made. Um, and at the end, he's like V and she's like, hmm. And then Roger's like, oh, I forgot to ask. Did Marsley pass the test? And Claire's like, oh, well, I have a new apprentice. Thank you for helping me hide the body. Um, and Roger's like the apprentice under the root cellar. Surely that's an Nancy Drew novel waiting to be written. And Claire's like, we have another lesson tonight tonight. And she's like, okay, now look down, look to the left, follow my finger, blah, blah, blah. So he's doing all of that. And then Claire's like, your father, he was a spitfire pilot during the war. And Roger's like, I, Jerry McKenzie. And Claire's like, so he didn't wear glasses. Um, and Roger's like, no, no, I suppose uh, as a pilot, he must've had perfect vision. And then Claire's like, okay, well, that makes the chances of a hereditary vision problem a little less likely. And then oh, Roger's- he can't see. Well, cause he's, cause, well, it's because he's checking. Cause he's like, I'm such a terrible shot. Like is something maybe you're just terrible. Sight? No, maybe you're just a terrible human and you just are not allowed to shoot a gun. Okay. Okay. Well, and he's like, so what's the verdict? And she's like, well, you're slightly short, short-sighted in your left eye that, but nothing that would cause any real difficulties. And he's like, so I'm just a terrible shot. And then uh, I start yeah. laughing <laughs> and he's like, Maybe it's psychological. I mean, my father may have been a RA, may have been in the Royal Air Force, but I was raised by a minister. I don't want to shoot anyone. 
Brianna, on the other hand, she, uh, have you seen her with a rifle and Claire last? And she's like, well, she seems to be making do. And Roger's like, she's happy here. I think she wants to stay. And then he's like, and uh, why wouldn't you want to stay? That is if you have all your family around you. Uh, the Reverend was the last of mine. And then Claire's exactly, like, exactly, dick, dick. And then Claire, <laughs> I don't know what that name you is. Dick, dick. That's all I could come up with. This is like, what came know. out. Yeah. And then, and then Claire's like, didn't you tell me you had some many times great grandparents roaming around here somewhere in America? Um, remember the woman and the baby he met on the ship on the way over, right. Mackenzie's yes. and that kind of stuff. Um, and he's like, I, I, I suppose I do though. If we were ever, if we were ever to cross paths again, trying to explain to Morag Mackenzie that we're kin may be tricky. Um, and then Claire's like, well, either way, we're your family, Roger. And then she says, and as much as I love you all being here, I hope you don't stay. And he's like, eh? and she's like, I would miss you all terribly, but it's safer in the future for all three of you. And I, and keep in mind, Claire's just like watch someone die of appendicitis, like yeah. just all this stupid shit. Right. And she's like, she's like, and I know that you feel the same way. I'm doing everything I can to make this a safer time. But, um, but she's like, but it's not. And it's my fault that you're all here. Claire, it is not your fault. Brianna chose to come um, back. She's an adult. And Roger chose to go out to come her. and yes. to stay. He could have gone. He Brianna have also he wouldn't not. exist if you hadn't have come back in time. So, you know. Yeah. Stop so, blaming yourself, Claire. Yeah, Claire. We don't like that. I don't accept that. Um, and then and then she's like, you know, and Jemmy, he could scrape his knee and get an infection. And I don't and I don't know that I could save him because I don't have something as simple as an antibiotic. And Roger's like, well, it's a moot point, isn't it? Brianna and I can't go back until we know whether Jemmy can hear those stones. And Claire's like, well, that could be tomorrow or a year from now. And Roger's like, or never. Yeah. So that and that scene. Um, okay. So now we go Jamie to- can't hear the stones, right? Correct. Yeah. Right. Okay. He cannot travel. He cannot hear the stones. Claire can. Can. Um, and Brie can. And it, it wasn't. Can. It wasn't guaranteed that Brie would have been able to. Right. Oh no. Right. Because well, I mean, you know, her mom. Her mom can hear it and 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 can hear the stones, but her dad can't. Um, and oh, I, I would. I was just assuming that because both parents could that. It, that Jemmy would be able to. It's not guaranteed, oh, right? Okay. The stones it's, is weird to me. I don't really understand it. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely like we know there's like a, a genetic or hereditary component mm-hmm. to it. I, we we don't really know anything about Claire's Claire's parents, but I right. mean, I'd imagine. I mean, she got that gene from somewhere. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's not a given, it's not guaranteed, but, but Brie could hear the stones and she was able to travel. Jamie could not hear the stones and he is not able to travel. Right. Obviously Roger can, but we also know Galus was in Roger's yeah. lineage. So That's like true. it yeah. kind of comes through there. Um, and we know for a fact at the very least that one of Jemmy's parents, Brie is a time traveler. His paternity is still a question mark. Ooh, but, yeah, okay, I wasn't thinking of that. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So there's a chance he could be able to travel, but they yeah. would you want to risk that? For sure. Oh. Yeah. 
Naya. I'd be like, ah, uh, shit, no. Uh, no well, and even Claire said to her, like Brie, when she was pregnant, she's like, if you like, want to go back, you need to make that decision now because yeah. going through with the child in your arms, it, it's too hard to tell. It's too unpredictable. Like who knows yeah. what would happen, right? So they can't until they know for sure that Jemmy could travel. They they can't. Um, but yeah, okay. So now the next scene, it's nighttime, and basically it is the regulator guys that Jamie freed, like making their way back to the camp. Okay. Um, you know, and they have their what's the word? What's the password? What's the they're laughing? <laughs> and then Murta's there, and he's like, Nah, it hasn't changed. And they're like, Oh, it's good to see you. It's good to see you. There's a couple other guys there, and then they're like, Oh, have you news for us from Hillsborough? How is it that you're free? And then Murta's like, "Where's Ethan, the guy who died?" <laughs> and they're like, a sorry, "They're like a sorry tale, but I'll tell it. Come." And so they walk. So it's a little while later in, in camp, and Murta is talking with the other guys. And then Murta's like, "You know, though we mourn the loss of Ethan and long to avenge him, my godson's right. We need to bide our time. If he, if he's told us that we cannot return to Hillsborough, there's good reason." And then one of the guys is like, I know you trust him, Murta, but I cannot say he takes our side. And Murta's like, he's walking between two fires. Mm-hmm. And Thank you, Murta, for at least being a little bit level-headed. Jeez Louise, dude. And then the, one of the guys is like, and you, wavering between two fires, our cause on the one hand and your godson on the other. Where oh, will God. your allegiance lie when the time comes to fight? These um, people are just healed. And then one of the guys is like, we pray it does not come to that. And then Murta says, if it does, we'll be ready. I have no say over my godson and he has no say over me. And they're like, but he stands with the crown. And Murta's like, no, he stands with his people and I stand with mine. I'll fight beside you when the time comes, Brian, you have my word. Um, like Murta <laughs> I mean I do but also I love him well and it, he's very much like him and Jamie have an understanding like he's gonna I fight know. for his beliefs but at the end of the day Jamie he's just has like, his back and he has Jamie's back I know back. but he's just like gonna put Jamie in a bad situation and like Jamie's finally got his whole family and you're just risking shit and I know you're doing it for a good cause I'm not but like Murta like rebel fucking- Dude. How many times have they been rebels together they were just I on the know. same side it's Jamie's the one that switched sides yeah, but he's fighting with the fucking red coats. Daughter and grandkids, right? Yeah, now. like that's and different. I think Murta understands that. That's why Murta says he is loyal to his people. His people. I know, he's but- like, I know he's not doing this for the crown and the king, right? No, Those but I saying, just I like you're like putting him in such a position right now. Like you're mm-hmm. oh, it's just that. It's just that. Well, and I would imagine it's probably emblematic of a lot of people in that time the like time, families yeah. some people would have been loyalists well some civil people would war have been, too right yeah like you're right yeah, you're, i mean you're like shit look at modern day some thanksgiving yeah. dinners are probably real awkward yeah no yeah, that's so politics. true that's true like it happens right yeah um and so i think Murta's very very aware that he's that J- jamie is tied to try on yeah. And he can't flip or he'll lose his land. And it's not just him that suffers. It's his entire family, his tenants, everybody that sort of depends on him to live and to survive. And so he needs to toe that line for now. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and that's where his right. loyalty lies. And then, and, and Myrta knows that. And at the end of the day, Myrta will always have Jamie's back. It just sucks that, like, because I guess because Claire said, like, this isn't the time for it, that he's still going ahead. And it's like, you could be biding your time right now. 
and like yeah I think having more of a relationship with him before it like and I I get that it's yeah. a lot more complicated well, than keep that, in but mind just, like, he was already member, entrenched before Jamie got true. back he already was it. in yeah. it with the regulators and would or was already a a, a leader Right. And so and already had a target on his back. So you can't just like enter society and be like, yeah, well, and it would be asking him to turn his back on, you know, all the men that he's been leading for this cause that he deeply believes in. He deeply believes that it is this whole the taxation is incredibly unfair and corrupt. Yeah, I mean that. Right. I don't know, but I totally hear you because it's it's they've said, you know, if you just bide your time a little bit, we'll all be on the same side. But he's also like. That's also like in theory to him. And it's more like, yeah. it's not that I don't trust Claire. It's not that I don't trust Bree. It's not that I don't trust Roger. Like I know. And he's also like, you know, he went through this whole shit with Claudin where they tried to do this and this yeah. and this. Like, it's like, you've got to ultimately, yeah. you've got to ultimately do what you believe in. Right. Um, and I mean, so it's an interesting thing because, because remember in the books, Myrta does not make it past Claudin. It's oh, an yeah. invention of I the keep show. Getting that, yeah, it is an invention of the show, and that he's there. They decided I keep to make him. They decided to make him the leader of because the the war regulation is in the books, and so right. they thought that was a perfect way to insert him, Myrta, in and something that would sort of fit with his, his political character. ideology. It absolutely does things make things dicey between him and Jamie. Or not between them, but, like, they have to be careful. Yeah. Like, I know it doesn't, like, mess with their relationship. Like, I know they both understand each other. It just, like, sucks. Now it's my doggo's time. <laughs> yeah, and no, it sucks because it's incredibly tense, right? And, like, yeah. so there's a lot of, like, sneaking to protect each other. And, like, Jamie's put his neck on the line to keep him safe many times. And, you know, Myrta would do the same. But, yeah. you know, it's it's dicey, right? He he could be hanging out at the ridge with them all, but I he know. can't. He's he's on he's you know he's a marked man at this point. Yeah, right. And he would it would have to be a big scene for him to like switch sides. Like he's the yeah. face of the regulators. Of the, yeah. So yeah, he can't just like be like peace. I'll see yeah. you in like thirty years when this will actually work. <laughs> like. Right. But I do love that when when they're like he stands with the crown. He's mm-hmm. like no, he stands with his people. Yeah. And I'll stand. I'm glad that there's no like hard feelings, at least that they don't both do understand and like, yeah, like, like I'm sure Jamie wishes he would just come live on the ridge and chill. And Myrta wishes that like, come on, Jamie, we fought side by side so many times, but they both know, right. He knows Jamie absolutely cannot, not yet. Right. So, but yeah. Okay. So now the next scene we have, so we're back on the ridge. (laughs) Claire is in, um, her surgery and Claire has so many loaves of bread that she's made and she's got them on like plates with like what are they called it makes me think of the glass cover from Beauty and the Beast whatever oh, those like things a- are not it's not like a petri dish because that's little but whatever those you know what I mean cars to create oh she's trying to make penicillin well, yeah, I, so she's basically has so many loaves of bread that she's cutting. Yeah. So she's basically like, fuck this. I'm going to, 
I know how penicillin was here. made. I'm going to make it. <laughs> so she has bread everywhere. And you, so it says Merdina. So this is Mrs. Bug. Mrs. Bug has basically gone to Brie and has like brought Brie in. And it's like, she's gone mad. She has up all night baking more bread than the Lord when he fed the multitudes with the loaves and the fishes. And Brie's like, okay. And Brie walks into the room and sees the bread everywhere. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's a lot of bread. And she's like, whoa, you're not planning to eat all of that, are you? And Claire's like, no, I'm going to let it go moldy. And then Mrs. Bug is like, <laughs> She's like, what a terrible waste. And looks at Brie, gives Brie the look of like, you deal with your crazy mother. <laughs> She's your problem now. As she leaves and Brie's like, okay, I got this. <laughs> She's gone mad. Um, and then, uh, so she leaves and then Brie looks at her and is like, please tell me you're being sarcastic. And Claire's like, what me? Never. Um, and then she's like, I'm making penicillin, or at least I'm, I'm going to try to, um, and Bree's like, okay, Mrs. Bug is right. You've, you've lost your mind. You can't do that. And Claire's like, yes, I can, I, I think. Um, and not just with the bread. I've sent Marsley out to gather food scraps from the neighbors, things destined for the pig trough. With any luck, I'll find the right strain. And Bree's like, no, mama, penicillin isn't invented for another 100 years. And Claire's like, 157 to be precise. Um, <laughs> and Bree's like, look, pretending to be someone else, Writing lists that go against the accepted wisdom of the day is one thing, but but this it's dangerous. What if what if it messes with the cosmic balance or or breaks some rule of space and time? Isn't this playing God? Um, and then Claire's like, you know, Brie, you played God when you came back to save our lives, and I'm so glad that you did. She and then she says, now I change the future every time I save a person's life here. And Jamie, even though he's not a time traveler, his very presence here has affected the future of a lot of people who aren't breathing anymore. And a few who are like you and Jemmy. So time, space, history, be damned. And then Bree's like, okay. So she starts helping. She's her, in like, mama bear mode. Bree, like you're not winning this argument. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think it's an interesting thing though. And, it, and again, it's not... I mean, most of the use of the penicillin would probably be confined to the ridge. It's not like she's yeah, trying like, to make this grand discovery yeah. and like spread and like create it. a factory and like distribute yeah, it right? worldwide. Like she like, would use it. Yeah. For a very small population that right. wouldn't understand what it is. So it's not like you're really it's messing up things. how it's actually discovered outside of it. Right. Yeah. And well, and I think she learned even the flop the first time she came back, like clearly trying you're to make really changes change. doesn't yeah. work. But the little ones, too. there were small things that she was able to, that they were both able to do, like small changes that they were able to make. And she's right. Every time well, she saves Roger, life, like Roger only exists because Gladys went back in time. Yeah. And Brie right? only and exists because Claire went back in like back literally, in Brie, yeah. you would not exist had I not. And change something. And, yeah. and the whole trajectory of Jamie's life, like, would he have been over here in the Americas? Like, yeah, where would Fergus everything? be? Where would Marshmallow be? Like, where yes, would... if Fergus, like, had we Paris. not, had I not come back and we've gone to Paris, Fergus wouldn't have been a part of this fit. Like, all of it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Like, I, you know, my just very, my presence being here changes change. things. Yeah. It's right? the butterfly effect. A little ripple. Woo, woo, woo um okay so now we're over at roger and Bree's cabin and roger is Ugh. sitting outside and little jemmy is on a blanket and roger has got a guitar out and he's singing 
<laughs> Jeremiah was a bullfrog, was a good friend of mine. <laughs> so he's seeing the baby's playing on a blanket. And then Brie was off clearly getting some of the linens laundry done. And she walks up and he's talking. He's like, you're not a bullfrog, are you, Jeremiah? And the, he's like, you know, but it's true. I cannot understand a single word you're saying. You're like, ha, 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 funny. And Brie's like, oh, I love that song. And she's like, you know, you're a good dad. You know that. And then Roger's like, here, I'll take that, like the basket of laundry. And he's like, you can sit with Jemmy. So Bree's like sitting with Jemmy. He goes inside the house to put the laundry down. And he accidentally like knocks over like her notebook and papers and stuff. So he goes to pick it up. And this is where he oh, finds, no, he seems bonnet he, he finds uh-huh. the sketchbook of like all her pictures. So he's like, oh, hmm. God, he's going to start a fight. Roger. Roger. <laughs> Roger. Whatever your initial reaction is, don't do it. Yeah. Do just do the, the opposite. opposite. Don't say it, Roger. Just do keep it inside. Opposite. <laughs> but um, conceal, don't feel, don't let it show. <laughs> so, yeah. Just let Elsa's it go, Wesson. bro. <laughs> Elsa was go. right. <laughs> Have a wisdom. shot of whiskey or something. Just don't. Just don't, let it go. Don't go. Not that we're saying it's this. healthy to stuff down your feelings, but anyway. But so look, then- if you have a time traveling wife that you met in the future and you're now in the past and you know through she's gone through some horrific crap and you married her, but kind of reluctantly, and you're stuck in the past and you want to go to the future and your life's all kind of messed up and you just like had a dead body in your mother in law's house, maybe if you find a weird sketchbook, you just leave it. You just <laughs> let it pass. Just leave the sketchbook. <laughs> um, just that one thing you leave alone. Just let it go. But so he sees this and then he hears Brie calling, being like, oh my God, Roger, Roger, get out here, hurry, get out here. And so he like snaps out of it, puts it away. And then he steps out. So then he steps outside and Brie's like, oh, you missed it. You missed it. But he's walking. So she has Jemmy's hand and Jemmy's like walking and she's like holding his hand and she's like, she's like, can you believe it? Look at our baby. He's walking. Oh my God. Oh my God. And he's just sort of watching this from the porch. Oh God. Um, <laughs> Okay, so now I'm getting, I'm getting big. Oh no, feels. <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh no. No, this is gonna go so poorly. <laughs> um, and then okay, so now the next because he knows what bonnet looks like too. So yeah. he knows who that was. Yeah, exactly. He knows what that oh, face is. Right? God, bonnet. Um. Okay, so now we are at some other place. And it's some dark building and it looks like there's some sort of female fight club happening and it's some sort of tavern. So there's a bunch of men. Fight club. So we broke that rule. Don't talk about it. It's some sort of thing. So these two women are like going at each other. There's like mostly men all standing around. Clearly they've taking bets, wagers, right? They're like, right. And then we see one of the guys we see see there is Gerald Forbes. Oh, okay. Remember him? Yep. Kevin, he was one of the dudes that really wanted to marry Brianna and was quite pissed when uh, she was like, oh, I'm engaged to Lord John. He was like, oh, you. Um, so he's there and he's like, put some strength into it. They're yelling, they're yelling. And then there's this other guy. I can't remember his name. There's another random guy there. And who is he there with? Bonnet. Oh, no. Bonnet. He's oh, there like, with Bonnet. Where am I trying to get you? Oh, Bonnet. And okay. Bonnet is like trying to like look like he's a member of high class society or some shit. He has this like ridiculous red fur type coat. 
you know this brooch he's got that this stupid cane that he's like you know trying to walk with or whatever and uh this guy you know is here with him and he clearly recognizes mr forbes and he walks over and he's like mr forbes fancy seeing you here i'd like to introduce you to an associate of mine may i present mr stephen bonnet and bonnet's like please to make your acquaintance and forbes like forbes is like a gambling man are you mr bonnet and bonnet's like i've been known to bet on uh, um on the corks but truth be told i find the sight of two women and such engaged in such violent combat vulgar and you're like yeah sure yeah yeah of course sure sure um and forbes is forbes is like one claims that the other cost her 20 shillings stole her fancy man two nights in a row um and so bonnet's like far from being the gentler sex today then again i'm not one to pass up a good wager and fanning and fanning there's so many s's forbes uh, (laughs) sorry forbes is bearish fanning (laughs) Forbes just all of them you um and then so Forbes is like my money's on the stocky damsel and then Bonnet's like I put stake on the vicious little harlot and there's a dude over in the crowd who kind of keeps like eyeing them you're like who are you sir okay um and so then uh Forbes is like so so how is it you know Mr. Turnbill okay so this is the dude's name Mr. Turnbill and then he's like, oh, well, Mr. Bonnet has facilitated the, the transport of various proprietary goods for me and many others who wish to avoid the king's levies. He's very discreet in his dealings. Uh, I'm remembering yep. who this dude is. I'm remembering who this dude is. Comes oh, we don't like him? Fucker. Oh, God. The okay. Trans- well, I mean, he's I'm there just with gonna say, Bonnet, like so. The transport of various proprietary goods. Oh, is it humans? Oh, um, no. And then Bonnet's like, I mean, um, Bonnet's a piece of work. So someone who likes what Bonnet does, like, well, and yeah, he used to, sketchy. he used to smuggle. We, all I mean, he's a smuggler, right? He's a yeah. pirate. So Bonnet is going to smuggle anything that's going to benefit him at the time. Right. So human trafficking. That's fun. Love that. Mm. Right. And so then um, Bonnet's like one good turn, uh, you know, indeed. I'm glad to know. Oh, and then Turnbull says, indeed, I'm glad we have we have huh i'm glad we have how shall i put it untethered you when there's no grammar in a in a sentence <laughs> holy shit it's, it's oh hard my to god it's, it's see like honestly like jamie and claire's lines like i could memorize like the intonation of their delivery some of the randos that come in oh good lord but he's like i'm glad we have how shall i put it untethered you from your past mr bonnet um and then and then Bonnet's like, it'll be a pleasure doing business with you, Mr. Forbes, should the need arise. And he's like, I'll surely keep that in mind. And so now they're watching. The ladies are fighting. The men are looking. They're like, come on, come on. Ha, 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 ha. I'm the one that Bonnet bet on one, the vicious oh, little okay. harlot. So he's like, I told you, I know a winner when I see one. And this random dude that's been staring at them walks over and says, and I know a cheater when I've seen one clearly Uh-oh. you know that woman and bonnet's like what are you implying and the guy's like you're in league with the woman you knew when she'd go down i know who you are mr bonnet and bonnet's like i assure you you're quite mistaken and then the guy's like damn your eyes sir i prefer to lose with honor rather than win by trickery and so then bonnet's like i think it's you that's insulted my honor sir let us settle this like gentlemen so then the next scene 
we see Bonnet and this dude are sword fighting in front of everyone. So the crowd is now watching them and they're sword fighting. And, you know, you hear Turnbill and Fords and everyone's like, come on, Bonnet, come on. Ooh, 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 yeah. And Bonnet slices the back of the man's leg. And so he's like down on the ground. And finally he's like, yield, yield, I yield. He doesn't. So it's yield. like, okay, all right. So he's won. All right. And then Bonnet just can't fucking help himself. Kenny knew it. So he walks up pulls a knife grabs the guy's head and literally starts to cut the guy's like in near his eyes like his forehead like all in here it very much reminded me of what they did to a little bit to loris and loris tyrell in um yeah in game of thrones Thrones? when they started but they're like like right in there like right in there and he's like screaming and like and then Bonnet's like, tis not my eyes that will be damned, sir. So he's like kind of going to stab his eyes area. Jesus. And the people watching are a bit horrified as this man is now lying on the ground, like screaming in agony. And then Turnbull, this Mr. Turnbull guy walks up and goes up to Bonnet and goes, tis unlike you, Bonnet. Why not kill the man outright? Bonnet's like, I considered it, but I must set a better example. I'm a father now. <gasps> so then I don't like it here. I don't he grabs like it his, here. He grabs his he grabs his coat and cane. He leaves, closes the door, puts his coat on, straightens his hair, grabs his cane, and keeps walking. End of episode. I don't like it here. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. icky. The fact that he says, I'm a father now, you're like, oh, no. I don't like that. Stop I don't it. like it at all. Stop it. You're not a father. I don't even like Roger, but you're not a father. Roger's yeah, no, a father. that's where you're like, absolutely not. That that's my line Roger in the McKenzie. song. Yeah. Look, I'm going to rail against Roger for like ever. And you, but like, he is the father. He is Breeze only. Bonnet, you suck. I don't like you. No. Roger's annoying, but Bonnet, you're an yeah. actual fucking like awful evil. human being. Yeah. Like, Roger's annoying and funny because he's annoying you're just and like sometimes disgusting. misogynistic but like yeah and then like a dick male. and like inconsiderate I'm sorry that like, was so mean i'm sorry to any men who are listening <laughs> yeah like he's an inconsiderate like weird misogynistic asshole but he's not like a slave trading raping disgusting misog sexist beast yeah. the nastiness yeah um so yeah yeah. that's where we that's where that ends interesting um so at this point in general what are your thoughts what do you what do you have any predictions as to like what might be coming next based on the events that just went down i feel like there's gonna be a fight between roger and brie because he's gonna say some goddamn shit I know it. Roger, look at me just saying that you're not as violent. You're going to go piss me off in the next you're episode. Gonna I know it. Stupid you're going to say some stupid shit. It's like, just don't say the stupid shit. Just don't. Just don't, 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 don't. I also weirdly think like they're like this whole like training Roger thing. Are they going to like end in like this weird, like he has to kill Bonnet and like they get him captured or something. And then like, he's like, no, I have to do it. And then he like shoots him or something. I don't know. I feel like that like it's like a weird thing. They just had a duel, right? He's mm. like, gentle, let's finish this like gentleman. And mm. then Roger's like doing this training or whatever. 
to like be a sharpshooter and like, oh, he has good eyesight. So he just like, sucks. Like, how to, how to use a gun back in yeah. that time. So like, I wonder well, if like, it's going to come up, like they're preparing him for the fact that like, he is a young man of fighting age. Like if to there go. were to be a battle, no, he know. would have to go. But I, it was, and I wasn't thinking it until he said like that he got in the duel to like fight for his honor. So I wonder if it's like, no, it's my son. No, it's my son. Like, let's finish this. Like, I don't know, some weird macho bullshit like that. That's just like a one off there. Uh, what else do I think is going to happen? I think we're just going to keep building this like tension between the regulators and then the regulators and the British and then and the British and Murta and like trying to toe the line. And Jamie's going to have to go stuck in between, like find some more men. And I think it's going to like start coming out more like that he's like has to start making a lot of double promises. She's going to start getting, you got to get, he's got to like amp up where he starts to like really feel the heat. Like that's got to like start like, cause right now he's like pretty okay. And plus he has something he's on Knox, Knox that like line. Just really well and not just killed a dude in front of him. So, and, and he, he covered like covered for it. For him, it. Yeah. So like, he's in an okay position. So we need to like step it up where like Jamie's more in trouble. Cause right now mm. he's too comfortable in the show. Don't like Jamie or Claire to be comfortable. So like, right. Some shit has to happen there. Right. And then, um, Beyond that, um, and then what else? And then there was, and then Claire's whole storyline this episode was the the medicine, which I think was the medicine and the. I think she'll just kind of continue with that, and like she's just being Claire at home, and like there's gonna probably be like you know we gotta teach marshmallows some more, and there's gonna be some probably like she's gonna have to fight with some people around because there might be some rumors but like she'll i think there might be some rumors what's the over under on claire being called a witch this season (laughs) i think it's it's like a very safe bet that claire will always be called the witch (laughs) at at some point by somebody (laughs) right and everyone's just like that witch and then jamie just gives the stink guy and they're like i, I mean i what? mean no i, I didn't, didn't say anything say that. it's like I yeah that's her. what i thought <laughs> yeah that's what i thought um mm. yeah so interesting and we have to go back to ian i wonder we need to get an ian we need to see what he's been up to with yeah. i wonder if he'll last, be in the next episode last we saw he stayed with the mohawk him yeah. and rollo but like he can't be done that was too like impactful of a scene right like i do think mark is gonna die this episode this season though yeah that's your sort of big well especially because that i remember that when you said that he wasn't even in the books yet that they just brought him back i think that's my prediction i think yeah he's long gone in the book he's long gone so like they've already dragged his story line out for now yeah one and a half seasons or whatever i think he has to die i think i still stand by my prediction from before that he's going to end up having to turn himself in to save Jamie like be like take me in like you're backed up into a corner the heat is on like you have to capture me or you're going to be in trouble and like Jamie's going to have to turn him over ouch I still think that's going to happen pain and I think he actually is going to die like I think it's going to be one of those things where like with chips like was it chips that was hung when they first came one over? One of potato chips. One of, yeah, one of one, They both died in the same one. episode. One but at yeah. the end, beginning. And one I think end. it was Hayes at the beginning, and then it, and then Leslie got his throat slit by Bonnet when he attacked them. Yeah. Right? Um, but I think it's going to be like um, chips where it's like, you you can't save me, but I just yeah. want to see a friend's face. I think it's going to be like that with, he's going to have tried to save Murta and he can't, and Murta's going to be like, you have to let me go. Like, I think that's going to be like a 
a some sort of protection yeah. thing. Yeah. Because I think Murta is like, well, especially because rem- he's not in the book still, I think they're going to yeah. get rid of well, him. Well, and remember how we started this season entirely. That little flashback we got at the beginning of the very yeah. first episode of young little Jamie right after his mother died and Murta being like, he, yeah, he's I swore an oath to protect you your whole life. I'll be by your side. We'll I think see. that's going to have to come into fruition. Mm-mm. But yeah, we've got lots of threads happening. We got Brie and the bonnet stuff and what's going to happen with Roger and that. Roger's journey to figure out how to fit in as a man in this time and be able to provide ass. for his family and, and all that kind of stuff. Jamie's definitely treading between those two fires. Claire yep. Is just trying to save everybody. <laughs> yeah, trying to figure out create how penicillin to 150 years earlier. <laughs> create penicillin, save not only fight against the illnesses of this time, but fight against the the myths and the yep. just all the the pseudoscience and just the misinformation and the suspicion and you know, like, like, you know, Marsley, of course, Marsley trusts her. And if it had have been some random that saw what Claire was doing, she'd. Right. The witch trial again. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, what is the probability of Claire being tried as a witch again, again. in season five <laughs> yeah. in America? How far away are we from Salem? Salem I don't know. Yeah. Are we too are we past close the witch trials? <laughs> that was like, what, the 1600s? When was that? I, was, I thought it was 1680. Wasn't it the witch trials? I thought it was like really early because it was the I mean, Puritans. they were supposed to be done, but I'm sure it still happens every now and then at that time. Oh, I'm sure. Um, okay. Witch and then trials. shall we do, do we want to do- the- 1692 to 1693. Really? It was like one year of concentrated witch trials and then it eased up? Yeah, in Salem. Yeah, no, it, I told you it was because I think it was a bad batch of wheat that had- a similar it was a similar bacteria to lsd and so people Mm. were hallucinating these things and um and then the power suggestion too i bet you yeah and then the hysteria happened it was psychosomatic kind of deal yeah and then they just kept like accusing people and accusing people and they 30 were found guilty 19 of whom were executed by hanging awful and 200 people were accused Lord, well, yeah, yeah and February became, 1692 to May 1693, so like 14 months. Wow, they killed 19 people. Jeez, I'd be like, and we're moving. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, are there any other provinces? I mean, states yet discovered in this continent? <laughs> goodbye. Um, okay, anyway, and then so let's do okay. For the this season, do we want to do like where is everybody in the house? Like in the big oh, yeah, okay, house? Let's do the big house. Like, however you envision. Should the, we do the big house big or house. We should we do? Yeah, let's yeah, do, where the, do, you let's want do the big house. In the big house. Everyone's yeah. in the big house. So, like, where, so where are, like, even though they weren't in it this much, but, like, in terms of, like, Marsley, Fergus, and their brood, where are they in the I big house? I feel like they, they have a lot of children. So, I feel like, well, 2.5, 2.3, 2.3. Two and a one in the oven. I have two dogs, so two point five humans seems like a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, let's put. I feel like I want to have. I feel like let's have Marshall and Seamus. They're going to go to a room and retreat, and the two little ones and Jemmy. I feel like the cousins can all be playing with 
what's Betsy? What's Lizzie? Lizzie and Buck, Miss Bugs. I feel like they could watch the kids. <laughs> Mrs. Bug. <I'd, laughs> Lizzie would be like, Mrs. Bug, this I'm I'm the bestest. No, I'm no, I'm just thinking of season six subtle tones. It's like oh, Lizzie and okay. Mrs. Bug. There's some funny undercurrents. Okay. So um, I feel like they yeah. could be like watching the three kids and then Seamus and uh, Marshmallow. Just have some alone time. They, because they got a third one on the way. I feel like they just need some alone time. So just chill. Okay. Just chill. Um, and like, where's Roger and Bree? Because Jemmy's in, you know, Jemmy is being babysat with the other kids. Yeah. So then where's, where's Roger and Bree? I feel like right now I want Bree to be with her mom and Marsh. Oh, no, okay. I left. I took Marshmallow away. Okay. So yeah. Bree and Claire are like just out on the front porch. I feel like they just need mother daughter time to not worry about penicillin or bonnet. And I feel like they can just like have some girl chats. Actually, screw it. No, let's put marshmallow out there too. Seamus can be off with Jamie. Yeah, Seamus and Jamie are hanging out. Yeah, they can have some like. Is Roger with them too? Fine. Roger can be with them. But if he pisses Jamie off, he's allowed to punch him. Jamie just throwing subtle shade all the time. Yeah. And Roger could sing for your supper. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to, we're going to have some like some family time with Jamie Jamie just constantly being like, remember that time (laughs) you weren't going to come back for my daughter. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, I do. I I do remember that. So I feel like Marshmallow, Claire and Bree are on the front porch with like some lemonade no. and they're just sitting rocking chairs and I feel like they're just you know what no they could be drinking is there wine back then I don't know let's give them some wine sure. on the front porch they could just be chilling they're those well not marshmallow she's pregnant she can have a beer she like drink beer. anyway yeah that's true anyway. whatever they can have whiskey and they she can be Claire drinking. drank when she was pregnant that's she true. was them from the future that's true okay they can be on the front porch drinking in the sunset just mm-hmm. having a just and having I a mean fair enough Jamie and Claire were apart this entire episode yeah, I'm so like okay with that and they're 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 living together right now so we're not oh, in geez. fight so I don't know like, like they need it's not like time. they're separated and like fighting no. and so, yeah but I yeah. feel like the daughters, the daughters and the sons need some talk. Talk, some yeah, some chat. Yeah, I forgot we got a we got we got quite a few good like Brie and Claire moments. This, yeah, so I feel like that's a good too. thing. And Marshmallow and Claire too. I think that's really cute. So I think a few moments. Yeah, the mother like, daughter, her, her two daughters, both of them being like, "You've lost your mind. Your mind. You've like, what are mind. you doing in here?" <laughs> Brie's like, "Mama, I'll help you, but like." I'm really concerned about this plan of yours. Like, I don't know okay. if I fully am behind this, but I guess it's like, better to help. <laughs> I love you. Like, okay. Okay. And then, okay. So they're just like hanging. Where, where are the, where are the bugs? Oh no. Mrs. Bug is watching the kids, kids with yeah. Lizzie. And what are we making Mr. Bug do? And where is he? Arch. Where's good old Arch Bug? He's just... Does he like the kids? Does he want to hang out with the kids? Or does he want to hang sure. out with the boys in the back? He, he, I don't know. He's just, he's an odd duck, that man. What if he's just sitting like, okay, so they're in like the big family room and the kids are playing. So maybe he's just in the corner reading. He's okay. Maybe, maybe he's hanging out with Ronnie Sinclair. Just, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hanging out. Um, Where, where is our friend Myrta? Oh, Myrta. I want to put you in the back too, because I want you to have one last day with Jamie before okay. you have to talk. So, Jay, so he's Jamie and the lads. Jamie, Jamie and Myrta and, and the, the lads. lads. Yes. And they're just having some some Fergus good fun back there. Yeah. They could be drinking whiskey and like, I don't, I do not condone drinking and firing firearms. 
but it's like the 17th century. So like, as long as there's no children around, yeah, the children are being watched. Each other. Jamie's no. smart. He won't let yeah, they're good. fuckery happen. No, they can um, be back there. Just okay. having a grand old time with the fellas. And then the, the Not other- that the women aren't invaded, but like really they want a break from them. They're just like, yeah, I mean, honestly. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then the other ladies of the Ridge, the candle makers, I just, I I just feel like Claire needs a break from them. Yep. Um, yep. I feel like there's too much um, of everyone trying to give each other mercury <laughs> for Claire. She needs a break. She's like, <laughs> for fuck's sakes. Um, and for ingesting shit you don't know. <laughs> you know, RIP Mr. Farish. He's yeah. in Miss, Miss, Miss Farish. I don't think we ever see her again but oh well just, i hope she's okay r.i.p she's maybe just i was gonna say wandering by her husband's grave but that's a really sad that's image really that's I, sad let's say let's say that she had she has like a daughter-in-law in law in like willoughby or whatever what is it called williamsburg where is it names? Names? willoughby okay, mr willoughby ethan cho <laughs> You mix like Willoughby with Hillsborough with I, I told you all these names are so similar. Oh my goodness. Okay, she has like a daughter or and a son-in-law in town, and she's like so going she's to stay staying with them. with them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so she's not alone. She's not um, wandering by his grave. Lord, that's melancholy. <laughs> right. And then the other regulator dudes, they don't need to be on the ridge. Jamie don't need that heat. No, he does already got Myrta. No. So they're off. And doing their Knox thing. is off. Where's Knox? Where's Knox? We've left him. He's in a drunken stupor somewhere because he murdered a man in cold Yeah, blood, he can't so. be in the house. <laughs> no, we need Sorry, him bro. Because I feel like if Claire finds out too, she's not gonna be no one's gonna be happy with you right now, dude. So you just need to go wander the woods and think about what you've done. <laughs> think about what you did. Claire I'm not gonna like, hurt well. you, but like. Mm, just go have a few thoughts awkward <laughs> reconsider your actions right good lord um and i'm trying to think i feel like those are like the major characters. well bonnet is seeing oh hurt. right that fuck face am i allowed where's, to kill him where's yet? bonnet and forbes and whatever whoever this so, is okay Turnbull okay so is. let's let's all of them they can all be tarred and feathered and then sure. some fire ants and Ooh, like Claire can tell you that yeah sucks she knows experience they're in a pit of fire ants after being tarred and feathered so there was just... snake on there too her snake friend can just yeah. jump in yeah just all of the like icky biting stuff and like you can't crawl out and wow. like he tries and it like rips his fingernails mm. off and he's just stuck in this like well oh he's down a well and there's just I was like, gonna so say throw some ants. water in there he has a bit of a fear of water which is odd considering he's uh, ship's captain i don't want to drown them they're doing good oh, right now okay sorry <laughs> maybe we'll drown him next time right now he's okay he's, he's stuck in a well he's gotta have somewhere to go like drowning is his like ultimate fear like okay he's that'll be fucked right now but like let's build yeah yeah we got he there's the fear that it because right now it's hot so he's in a well and it's really really hot and there's he's tarred and feathered so that burns and he's covered in fire ants and like he's clawing trying to get his way out and he can't but he knows if it rains he's gonna drown psychological in there too mm, the fear they're fucking with yeah. us i like and it. i'm sure you can't really itch because you've also been burned and you have tar and feather on you and you're oh, covered in fire ants you can't sleep because they're just crawling on you oh god it's ew, making me feel I'm gross thinking about ew, it. Ew, ew, it's making me it. feel awful okay, ew. okay. back to back to you know they're jamie like hanging out with the stuff. jamie and Martin hanging with the ew. dudes Claire hanging out with Bray and Marsley on the porch. Yeah, it's much better there. Some wine. We're good. There's We're no good. Ants. There's no We're way. Away. We're away. It's all good. Um, 
Okay. All right. Well, that was fun. Any other final yeah. thoughts? No, I think that's, I think okay. that's what I've got. All right. And we'll continue on this journey for this yes. season. Um, as always, thank you for listening. Anybody who is still listening. Thank you. Yes, thank um, you. and yeah, you can find us on any of our socials at she's an outlander. No, no dots. dots. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, send us an email. Mm-hmm. she's an that outlander she's an outlander at gmail.com dot unfortunately com. you can't get rid of the dot um yeah we always it love hearing from you but exactly we gotta do what we gotta do yeah always love hearing <laughs> from you and you know any sort of ide- opinions thoughts things about the the season the show anything that you share with us we can always um it always makes for nice discussion when we get to our season wrap up up yes we so always, always always love that and yeah as you know we're still in droughtlander for like quite some time um so for hang with us can, yeah we'll through it until we'll be here whenever it is that season seven airs but the, the cast is working hard filming for us right now well actually right now i think they're on a, a break but they've been filming for months already and have a long time to go still giving us a gigantic supersized 16 up season oh Brittany, are you playing with fire be careful that's another thing you're gonna notice when you watch this season two is like brie has come back and been like mom and dad you die in fire and the number of times they go to sleep and there's like candles burning and like oh my god jamie someone put the candle out i I understand the candlelight was like pretty central to like functioning in this time but But like like, you die by fire (laughs) then we please be careful please just candles burning they, everywhere. They ended up setting that fire. It's okay. I already know. That's that. your right. That was another one of your theories. You feel yes. like that is a thing. They right, have right, to right. do it to get away. They fake their own death to get out of this trickiness. Yeah. And then just go to the rebel army. Well, it's Mayhaps. I don't know. The American army. What do I call the, the other Americans? Side? Yeah. Are they called the it was, Americans? I mean, point? it was the it was the the loyalists versus oh, is that what they're called? The loyalists. Well, the loyalists are the British, are the ones that yeah, are loyal what I mean. to so what the are British. They called? So, but it's not it was it was it the American. I mean, army some at that of point? them were called the Americans, at least uh in oh. the books. I'm in book nine. I'm still not done book nine. I took a really long break. And then I read well, another it's a really book. Really long book. It, it I stopped reading for months. I got I keep getting stuck in like Roger chapters or Roger another stuck. another character chapters that I'm not gonna say um spoilers and and then I took a sidestep and I was reading a book that Katrina had recommended a couple of summers ago called Shuggy Bane hmm. I'm it's anyway I'll tell you about it. it's fucking heavy as shit Ooh, I mean it's yeah. interesting but it's like it's alcoholism and it's Ooh, a, all of it's yeah it's a rough read um, not not light and happy took a, times. Took a pause for a little bit. I'll finish it though. Mental health um, break. I do that in books sometimes. Like mental health break. It's like too. all right. I'm gonna go back to watch another episode happy? of Outlander yeah. or a random episode of Virgin. I started Virgin River, but then I like stopped. I'm in season three. I need to pick it back up. But oh, is that good? If it, it keeps coming up on my Netflix, it. I don't mind it. The only thing is the concept of time passing in this show. Like is. That's so slow. Like oh. in the fourth season, no more than six months I could have passed from like season one to like Jeez. season six. And it's been like eight months. Yeah. This one character that got pregnant at the end of season one is like still pregnant in season four. You're this like came out, <laughs> okay, which is no so one. different compared to Outlander. Oh, where it's like the, oh, decades will jump. Like Jesus Christ, we've had to age 
Sam and Katrina like by 20 years like oh my gosh anyway side tangent thank you so much for listening everyone we'll see you next week with episode three um and stay safe see you later take care of yourself be well absolutely we shall be back bye cheers